now back to D. Snyder Radio. Rudy and back to the old school. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's old and brittle. I think you're all right. Oh, well, that explains a lot. Radio 104. Yeah, I think this vest off. It's hot in here. Is it hot in there? Hot in that room, Nick? Yes, I'm here. I'm comfortable. Are you fermenting? Right. I think bit. we should let him. I mean, I think. Okay, I think well, this yeah, is a sign that Nick is. Me. No, I feel bad. I think this is a sign that you are troubled, and I Do think we not should not add to go it. Go in there. Is it minus? What was yesterday? Minus six. Who's going to snap first, Scale? Minus three. Minus three. I should push your buttons. I am going to snap. Okay. If you say so. If you say so. Uh, you know what? Why don't we get right to the, the deal here, the recap, and then I can give away a King of the Ring prize pack and a chance for the grand prize on Friday. Uh, a lot to do, as I said. Huge email reaction for people. I said email from yesterday's show. So I'm trying to dig through that as well so I can share some of uh, people's feelings about things we were talking about yesterday with you. So check it out. This is our recap of yesterday's program. It's called, it's entitled Attached at the Anus. Be able to squeeze that title in before you start drinking? Yes. Phoned it in? No, I didn't phone it in. <laughs> he was here till 5 o'clock. 12-hour day. Plenty of hours for any man to put into his job. I think so. Certainly. All right, check it out. Enjoy. It's from yesterday's show. It's D. Snyder Radio. Young Americans have an unrealistic view of marriage. Researchers say nearly all of the never-married respondents to a survey say they expect to marry their soulmates. One of the authors says that's worrisome because the standard becomes so high that it's easy to, quote, bail out. Okay. All right. How, what percentage expect to marry their Nearly soulmates? Nearly all. Well, what's, did they ask them what their definition of a soulmate is? I don't, I don't have that. I guess... I'm, I'm, well, you guys are semi-single. <laughs> are you expecting to marry your soulmate? Do you think you found your soulmate, Ms. Lockwood? Uh, I mean, I think... I was just talking about this with my roommate the other day. You know, sort of that... That idea that there's only one person out there is, I don't know, kind of an uncomfortable idea. Like, stupid idea. That person, something happens to that person, you'll never be happy again, or that's the only person in the world that would ever fit that role. It's crap. It's bull. There is a million people who are right for you out there. It's a matter of circumstance and your situation that you find them. I mean, come on. What are the odds if the fact, if it was reality? that your soulmate is the person you marry. What are the odds that that one person in the world lives mm -hmm. in, your, in your world, in your area, goes to school where you go to school? There's no shot. And that's like saying if you had never met Suzette, that you would never have found someone who would make you happy. Well, she's my soulmate, actually. But, <laughs> no, I mean, it, no, I, I, honestly, I've always felt that it's a matter of circumstance. And there are a number of people who would be, you, you, could, you know, you could marry and be happy with. You're fortunate to find one of those people. Right. That's, you know, when I say there's a number, I don't mean that you could just walk up to anybody right. and everybody would be right for you. But it's a small, time, much smaller I'm surprised. number than that, but I yeah. I 
smart. I thought you young people were smarter than that. Obviously, Beth is. Nick. Yeah. Miss Miss Wright. Yeah. Is she going to be your soulmate? Do you think you, there's one person out there who's right for you? No. Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, besides my mom. <laughs> so you think there are no people? <laughs> um. <laughs> I've been with um, some women that I've dated early on. I mean, I, granted, I'm still I'm getting toward my late 20s, I guess. But I've dated some women who have been pretty cool enough to put up with me. I mean, they all have had certain aspects that I've liked about them. See, that's the thing. I really don't like anybody that much that I could say, oh, yeah, you're my, you're my soulmate. I mean, So your mother is the standard by which you judge all... Potential suitors. Oh no, no, no! Because it's a much different relationship. I don't. I Thank wouldn't. God. I wouldn't want. I no, 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 no. I wouldn't want to marry someone like. I should, you know, I gotta say this in the most respectful way. Like my mother, because she's my mother. You know, I want to marry somebody who's. I don't know. Who just kind of strikes me the right way? They gotta. They gotta knock me down a bit. I can't just date somebody or. Uh, uh, much less marry somebody who is just gonna be regular and normal. You know, you know, it's just so sad because someone like yourself, so desperately looking when the person is right at hand. I know. This is where he dies. <laughs> 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 he's right there looking yeah. at you. Oh day my God. I can't even look at him now. Do you know what he's so going through? <laughs> Do you know what he's feeling? Uh, Ignored as you uh, just you know, That's not right. It hurts. That is gross. It hurts. Come on, I'll say it for you. Yeah, it, it hurts. Oish. Oish. Odd note to end on. Oish. These Santa Radio, we're back. Radio 104. Okay. Let me find the appropriate thingy here because we got traffic coming up for you. I'll tell you what's going on the roadways. What is it, quarter of seven? Nothing. Is there ever anything going on here? I remember when we used to have, I know, no, I know we get traffic here. Yeah, I guess it starts around this time. I remember when I first came here, we had a 6.15 break. Mm -hmm. Cousin Chris, comic kryptonite, by the way. Would come in the room and go, this is Cousin Chris, he'd read the whole sponsorship, and Hello. then he'd go, it's all clear out there. It's <laughs> been Cousin Chris for, you know. It's all good. It's all good, right? And then he'd leave. Then 6.30, he'd roll in. Same damn thing. What the hell's going on here? Hello. And it's all good. Well, <laughs> I'm struggling with this, this, uh, this little tiny staple here. And then he'd come in at 6.30 and do the same damn thing. I said, this is stupid. And, and in the meantime, he dragged half the energy out of the room with him when he leaves. Because <laughs> he tried to engage that guy in conversation. I mean, I'll tell you what, no. Shaz is amazing. I really think she that does. if you listen to their show lately, he's, he's started to shine, Cousin Chris. Okay. I'll be Chaz, Darcy, you be Cousin Chris. Let's see, the, this is the interaction between uh, Chaz and Cousin Chris. So, I was at Humphreys last night. 
Wow. And, and yeah, and uh, the place was rocking. I mean, people were on the bars. It was, it was crazy. Right on. And uh, the band got up there and asked me to come up and jam. Wow. So I get up there and, uh, you know, and I start singing and the whole crowd's singing and the place is going wild. It's all good. We'll be back. We got some more music for you in just a little bit on Radio 104. Right on. <laughs> he says nothing. I don't know. Is that true? I don't hear it as often as, as uh, I would like, oh, you know, oh. um, at home or doing other things. He tried uh, to talk for a second, and then I saw him completely blow a bit on Saz yesterday afternoon. No, I didn't hear I don't yesterday. listen to that. I just tuned in for a minute. And he, My bad. And she goes, so he goes, so you're looking for an apartment? And, and, and Chris goes... Yeah, we, we're trying to find a place. And she goes, well, I really want to open that up. I want to get into that just a little bit. She goes, it's really nothing. We're just looking for a place and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I, heard, I heard that. Did you hear that one? <laughs> I was laughing. She's now. trying to make something out of it. So tell me the price. She goes, no, but I wanted the process. Nah. <laughs> we were over there. We found a place. That's it. It's like a sitcom. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Well, we'll play some more music for you while we return. How do we miss out on that? Hey. King of the Ring, June 24th, it is happening, and you can see it live on, on uh, pay-per-view, no, live on AT&T and Cox In Demand pay-per-view for only $29.95. It's coming to you from the Continental Airlines Arena in New Jersey, and what we got going on, which is awesome, is we are going to send a winner and a guest via airplane to uh, Newark, Okay, that doesn't sound great, but you're going to stay for two nights at the Renaissance Meadowlands Hotel and get tickets to see the King of the Ring live at the Continental Airlines Arena in New Jersey, okay? That is cool. So what we've been doing is each day this week, we've been giving away a WWF prize pack. Is it a King of the Ring prize pack? Yes. Cool. That means it's got also the King of the Ring logos on it. And uh, we've been asking trivia questions. So this is the deal. I'm going to ask you a trivia question. If you know the answer, give us a call at 860-666-4444. Call number 10 with the right answer, or whatever number it comes out to. We'll win the prize pack and qualify for the grand prize drawing on Friday. Which WWF superstar's father... How could I be calling already? <laughs> Lock out those lines. Which... Well, you see these WWF fans, they know the stuff, so they figure... Yeah. I can get this. But when you watch Jeopardy, it's amazing sometimes it'll go, the color being green? Yes. They're <laughs> <laughs> just like, no, I guess because the subject heading gives it away, you know? All right, which WWF superstar's father was a former player for the NHL's New York Rangers? Hmm. Call number 10 right now, and I did not know this. I did not know this. You'll win the prize pack, okay? All right. Taking a break, coming back, news is next. Beth Lockwood, what's going on? It is? Oh, all right, well, I'll get that together. <laughs> Doesn't it say that? Uh, yeah, you're right. It does. Nick is screwing everything yeah, up. I'll have it ready, but what I did I do? I'm only kidding. I just read the schedule wrong. I thought I'm getting the ass I'm really together, going easy on him, too, because... Well, I think I you could. should. He's having a hard time. You're making it worse, Dave. <laughs> I, it's cool. I'm just going to sit and watch him. It's kind of, I see him fumbling around with like pens and stuff in there. He's like, I wish you could have a camera. I'd do a great impersonation of Nick in there. I was like, you could go after me. I, I can't do it. It's radio. I can't do it. But he's just sort of like looking around. and 
He spots it. And then I see him warming his hands up. He kind of like rubbing his fingers for a second. And then he kind of steadies himself. And then he goes for it. And he misses it the first time. Then he pulls the hand back and scoops it up. And he has the pen. Holding it like a primate. <laughs> I'm not sitting in here like I'm wasted or something. Like, fascinated I just by drinking. the tip. He's fascinated by the tip. He turns it over and over in his hand, never realizing the intricacies of the big bull point before. Mmm, <laughs> fine tip. Trying not to stab himself in the eye. Don't let D get you down there. John from Cheshire won that King of the Ring prize back to you. You stop calling now. Mm-hmm. All right, news is next. Psycho Dance with the traffic. Go, Psycho. This traffic report is brought to you by Nationwide Warehouse. It is extremely foggy out there, so take it just a bit slower than usual. 84 East and West both look good right now. 91 North and South are both delay-free. Traveling Route 2 is going to be a smooth ride. New Haven traffic is light as well. The only problem down in Bridgeport on 95 South. It's slow going from exit 27 backed up into the Fairfield-Westport town line. At 648, I'm Psycho Dan with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. And in case you're interested, the answer to the WWF trivia question, which superstar's father was a former player for the NHL's New York Rangers? The answer is... Chris Jericho. How about that? Did not know that. Hmm, me neither. Did not know that. Old time hockey. Stick around. The news is next. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. Each word has more weight to it. Snyder Radio. That's like S&M stuff. This is going to be great. On Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Listen to it only when you can safely ignore the outside world completely. Okay, thank you. Radio 104. Oh, oh, oh. Tomorrow on D. Snyder Radio, it's entertainment news where Beth Lockwood regales you with the latest goings-ons in the world of motion pictures and television. And music. And music. Monday, the Santa Radio Family Feud, back in its normal day, special edition. I've got sex survey questions, people. <laughs> and you know what happened last time we did a special edition. <laughs> Dark side. Nick, can you, like, make you touch your nose with your finger? Can you do that, that <laughs> drunk test? Of course I can. Which is the one? How does it work? You bring your close your eyes. You put your close your eyes. Your side, you touch He's got to stand up on one. Stand foot. up on one foot. You do. Tilt yeah. your head back. Right. While you do that, tilt you your head that? back. You can't tilt your head back and touch your nose. And have your leg up. Yeah, yes. one. I'm telling you. Trust me. One leg up in the air. He's got one hand. That's okay. I'm that? having problems with balance there, but... But I think that that's just normal. I think they normally have you standing up, though, and touch your nose on two feet, not one. No, that's when you're being raped. <laughs> oh, dude. Just thinking jail. It's jail humor. Sorry, people. Jail just, humor. Just, jail humor. It's too early for jail humor. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, well, uh, big reaction to top 100 movies, as you mm. might imagine... People uh, felt there was definitely some omissions, but there's always going to be. Which is, I didn't think of one until I was home later and I told you. Well, uh, you're going to hear it in a second and you can expand, expound, yes. Uh, But quickly, uh, as far as On the Road with Mudbone goes, subject, get the hell out of Africa. D, I usually wait breathlessly for On the Road with Mudbone. However, I was heartbroken today by his review of Africa. 
Until today, I had dreamed of going there one day. Well, now that I know there are no cars, the light-skinned tourists are cannibalized, and I'd have to actually share my bread with those native children, and I'd have to personally administer an enema to my camel? I am distraught. I will seriously have to rethink my vacation plans. Signed, The Shrink. So, see, I mean, what happens? You know, that's, that's the purpose of On the Road. He's supposed to inform you. Um, he also mentions regarding the top 100, we were talking about the scariest part of Poltergeist, what we each thought. Yeah. He said the scariest part of Poltergeist for him was the clown under the bed. People say that. I don't know why people have the clown fear, but a lot of people have it. I have the clown fear. Oh, well, you do. And, uh, and a matter of fact, I had a dream where I woke up screaming. I mean, I thought I was up when it was happening and my father came in to comfort me one of a few times. And, uh, there was this clown puppet that kept popping up around my bed and like laughing at me and I was like freaking out. Wow, that was obviously before that movie as well. That was last week. Thank <laughs> <laughs> God my dad was there. No, I was like freaking four or something. Give me a break. Kids are, there are people who are afraid of like, you know, you think the stuffed animals come alive and mm -hmm. stuff, clowns. That didn't scare you? Don't talk to me, mister, won't get a flu shot. <laughs> oh my you God. can say nothing ever. For the rest of your life. Clowns don't scare me. I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> it's just a voice. When you watch that movie now, is it that scary, though? Or is it kind of cheesy? I, no, think, I think it holds up. Yeah, I think it's pretty good, actually. Mm. Although, although, the special effects have come so much further since then. So some of the stuff that then was state-of-the-art, you know, we would think paled in comparison to what they're able to do now. Yeah, things flying around the room. I can see the string, you know. But freaky about that movie is that the two daughters are both dead in real life. Oh, yeah, there was some sort of all, some weird tie-ins there. Mm-hmm. How about Jo Beth Williams? Anybody a fan? The she's mom? still alive. I know she's alive. <laughs> yeah. She had something going on, do you think? As a mom, she was a MILF. Yeah, that part where she was laying on the bed. Yes, bro, right yeah. on. <laughs> in the football jersey. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to be the first to say it. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then it got yanked up over her head. Oh, no, that was my imagination. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, continuing on with the top 100 movies. Um, let's see. Sand says they left off one of the scariest movies of all time, When a Stranger Calls. You must admit it's awfully creepy. I haven't seen it. Is that the one where the babysitter's downstairs? Matter of fact, Carol Kane played the teenager, I believe. Is that the one where the call's coming from inside of the house? Yes, I think that's when a stranger goes and says, do you know where the children are? Okay, that sounds... I don't even need to see any more. That sounds scary. It, I think that was it. Was that yeah. when a stranger calls? Anybody I remember? I think so. I think so. That was really... And again, things you didn't see, but you knew it was a silhouette of this lunatic tearing a child in two pieces just ripping the body apart and you just saw a silhouette of it and that's all you needed to know you know it was just in, in, out of control CeeLo says I was not aware until I saw the movie a bit last night oh that Captain Howdy came from The Exorcist yeah she wondered if anybody else knew it I've always that's where I got the name for the character Captain Howdy was supposed to be the demon and it was like sort of when the name that he picked if people in the know, the minute they saw Captain Howdy's name on the screen, would have said, wait a minute, something's wrong with that guy. He's naming himself after the demon from The Exorcist. So. Also, uh, what infidel at the American Movie Institute left out such classic thrilling films as Encino Man, Dumb and Dumber, and Son-in-Law? It happens. Somehow they were overlooked. Paulie Shore fan. Yeah, big Paulie Shore fan. Genghis John says, and I don't remember this, I agree with Darkseid. Pitch Black should have made that list. Did you mention Pitch Black? No. 
Well, he agrees with you. <laughs> okay. okay. I've never even heard of Pitch Black. I haven't either. I've heard of it. I never saw it. He says, in my book, it ranks up there with the first Alien film. So, um, I don't recall you actually saying anything about Pitch Black. He's daydreaming about you, Dark Side. <laughs> <laughs> don't take your drunken stupor out of other people. <laughs> Uh, okay, the El the Shaman says the one uh, the one movie that you and the rest of the gang collectively have not se- uh, seen was The Night Hunter. Anybody see that? No. It's about this crazy preacher who terrorizes a small town. <laughs> and he says a little insight also in Jaws that he read that the scene where the crew on the ship are drinking and singing, mm-hmm. that the actors were actually drunk to make it more realistic. Good for them. That's Nick's mm. kind of movie. <laughs> uh, oh, this person here, I don't even know their name, writes, is, says, Seven. Yeah, which I haven't seen, but you guys say is freaky. Predator. Mm. Black Rain. That's okay. The Fan. That's a Robert De Niro. Did you see that? Um, no, I didn't see that I one. Didn't so I can't see say. That Dead Calm. Which is the one yesterday when I was home, I said, Oh my God, Dead Calm. Yeah. I can't imagine that movie not being on this list. I've heard, I've really never seen high. it. I've heard just incredible things, suspense and what have you. Orca, okay. I mean, come on. <laughs> Jacob's Ladder. I'm with you on that. Jacob's Kong. Ladder was a really good one. You know that one? Yeah, I've seen parts of it. Salem's Lot. That's a Stephen King mm-hmm. movie. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre. How was that overlooked? I do not know. And lastly, Swamp Rat. Some movies he believes were missed. Heart pounding films. Great Muppet Caper. Heidi, Leonard Part Six, <laughs> Barney on, the Movie, <laughs> Young Einstein, <laughs> Prince of Tides, <laughs> This Is Final Tap, and Waterworld, and number one, heart-pounding movie of all time, A Very Brady Christmas. Two thumbs way up. Sign the swamp right. You know, in that movie, Mr. Brady was caught in a fire or a building crumble, something tragic. It was very suspenseful. And he emerged unscathed. See? Well, it was suspenseful. Mm-hmm. It was tearful. But enough of that. Time for the news. Are we ready? No, we're not. What's up? Song parody. Oh, the song parody. Cool. I forgot all about that. Yeah, we got a new song parody for you. In case you're uninformed, D-Sider Radio is having a song parody contest. Contest. We're asking you, the peeps, to create a song parody about the Snyder Radio and send it to us on cassette tape, CD, or digital audio tape. That's a dat tape. To 10 Columbus Boulevard, Hartford, Connecticut, 06106. Of course, to attention of D. Snyder Radio. Deadline is next Friday, a week from tomorrow, and they are now arriving fast and furiously. Uh, the grand prize is a SeaDoo GTS personal watercraft valued at over $8,000. This is a three-seater on a trailer. You can water ski behind this thing. It's so powerful. 718cc engine. And we've got three runner-up prizes, brand-new DVD players, and I've, we've been playing each day this week a new example of what's coming in. So to inspire you, maybe you'll say, I hope you won't say, I can't do as good. I hope you'll say, wow, I could, you know, I got an idea. Or maybe I could beat that or whatever. And, and these aren't winners, by the way. These are just, uh, these are just, they might be winners. But they are, for now, they're just, uh, you know, good ones that we thought you might check out and you might enjoy. So listen to this. So who's offering is this, Nick? Uh, this is Sebastian Giuliano. Okay, and uh, and it is to the Gulliver. What, what's it's for the Gilligan's Island? Yes, theme song. Right, let's check it out. Drop them Nikes off your ass before I blast you, motherfucker. Just sit right back in your hair, a tale, tale of a radio show that started off two years ago. 
keeps it nice and neat. She keeps it nice and neat. <laughs> Competition's getting rough. Sponsor at our cost. If not for the humor of the fearless crew, the ratings would be lost. The ratings would be lost. Show sets up in a gray building at Columbus Boulevard. With Beth Aqua. Great ass. The Wookiee too. Psycho Dan and also Sean. <laughs> and don't forget the producer Nick and Bobo here on the D. Schneider Show. That <laughs> 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 uh, <it> was funny. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> I don't know what that it was an example of, but... What was it with the beginning of it? I have no idea. I don't the know. thing about the Nikes. I don't know. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, just as a musician, I have a little problem with the... Thanks for the compliment. Staying on the, staying on the beat, gentlemen. Just keep up with the song. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you can catch up. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was very good. All right, so get your entries in, and if you want more information and details and see a picture even of the Sea-Doo GTS, go to our website at Radio104.com for details on this contest. We will be presenting the award at D-Day 2 on June 29th. Now it is time for the news. A late compounds worker who was killed yesterday was not notified that the roller coaster had begun operating. That's according to the stepbrother and co-worker of Wilfredo Martinez. Martinez had been working near the tracks when the roller coaster hit him. The park and police are investigating. It's tragic. I think he was wearing a headset, like a Walkman, so he didn't hear, or no. earplugs or something, so he didn't hear them. Yeah, it was there. they test all that equipment. Mm -hmm, every day. Every day, which... I'm glad to hear. It's very important. We found out that that Six Flags, mm. where we're having D-Day 2, that they arrive like 4 in the morning and they run every ride through tests, which is really, makes me feel a lot better mm -hmm. about it. I mean, because, you know, some of those rides are pretty scary. Although that's pretty standard at Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. But you know, I really didn't know about that till now, mm -hmm. and that's just really unfortunate. When I first mm -hmm. heard it, though, I thought, like, somebody was thrown from it or yeah. or it had shot off the rails. Because I'm pretty sure that's going to happen when I ride on them. No. <laughs> <laughs> there was a movie called Roller Coaster. Anybody ever see it years ago? Is there a movie you haven't seen? In the 60s? Yes, I haven't seen tons. 70s. Mm. I'm old school! And, it, and it was a terrorist act takes place on a roller coaster hmm. and a roller coaster does well somebody blows the tracks and this roller coaster shoots off it's pretty intense what's cool. that called again roller roller coaster. coaster not a big film so next time we go to block you may remember the okay. um theme song roller coaster <laughs> no i'm kidding i know but it really was called roller coaster mm -hmm. a must rent so you can get it on dvd with the extra ah. e edited scenes President Bush is planning to stop those controversial bombing exercises on Puerto Rico's Viaquis Island. An announcement is expected today. The Pentagon will start looking at alternative sites in hopes of quitting the island within two years. So they'll be happy to. So he thinks Spanish people are pretty dumb, does he? What do you mean? Well, you know, cease fire by definition basically means you stop. Mm hmm. Two years from now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, we're going to stop. So he's, he's trying to get them to, like, chill by telling them, yeah, two years mm -hmm. from now we'll, we'll do it. And then who knows how this thing will right. drag on. People aren't that dumb. 
Well, it's time to uh, run it up the flagpole today, being Flag Day. If you didn't know, the tradition is believed to have begun in 1885 when a Wisconsin school teacher arranged for students to observe June 14th as Flag Birthday. It was the 108th anniversary of the official adoption of the Stars and Stripes. Run it up the flagpole, see if anyone salutes it. You know what I found out yesterday, talking to my dad and mom? That old flags are not supposed to be thrown in the garbage. You're supposed to burn them. Yeah, but also properly, it's supposed to be like with a little ceremony. So like today, my dad, who's a vet, with a bunch of other vets, they've got like flags that they've collected. Mm Mm-hmm like 600 of them some incredible amount and then they'll have like a little ceremony and you know and, and then they will burn the flag wow. it's supposed to be officially done you know I don't think you're supposed to set it on fire at home it's not acceptable dark side I think that's called being uh, anti-American did you wear that t-shirt today on purpose dark side's wearing a t-shirt with a flag on it <laughs> what a beautiful you know what? gesture <laughs> take credit yes, for it yes I did oh that's respect. great mm-hmm. I thought about it when I woke oh. up Nick the ceremony is not called a circle jerk oh thought it was. Maybe in your house. Oh, that's not right. <laughs> well, this year's 2001-2002 Zagat Survey Best Value. I'm trying to listen to the effing song! What's <laughs> <laughs> oh, over. Okay. <laughs> if you're trying to find out where the best meal deals are in the United States, you might want to pick up the 2001-2002 edition of the Zagat Survey Best Restaurant Values. Hot tomatoes in there? In the Connecticut... <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't have the entire Zagat Survey in front of me. Vitos on the pork? do have a few of the selections. There are 40 listings from around the state in the Connecticut section. O'Rourke's Diner in Middletown is where to go if you're looking for the best under $20 meal. That's what they say. As for the... Where, where was that? Where was that? O'Rourke's Diner in Middletown. O'Rourke's Diner. Where's the onion in Simsbury? I don't know. <laughs> Good stuff. Good dress code. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want something a little pricier in the $20 to $35 range, Max Amore. In Glastonbury, where I've mm. been, is mm. good. It's one of the Max restaurants. Have and I been then, there? I don't mm, think you have. No. Okay. Have you been to any of the Maxes? I don't know. They drag me around to all kinds of restaurants. You should go to one of them. That's Where's the really old good. country buffet on that? <laughs> <laughs> don't see it here, Dark Side. Yeah, but hey, you know it's a good value. You don't need the Zagats to tell you. I'm going Sunday. <laughs> Sunday morning for breakfast. I call my dad up. I don't mean to cut you off. I say, Dad, you know, Father's Day's on Sunday. You know, you know what about if I come over in the morning and take you for breakfast? And well, he's like, that'd be really great. Listen, there's this place. It's really good. And it's like all you can eat. It's called the Old Country Buffet. I'm like, hey, man, if that's where you want to go, we'll go. Maybe your brothers can go, too. I'm like, hey, man, it's Father's Day. Sure, we'll go to the Old Country Buffet. I'll be seeing you there. Big well, I think I'll be on Long Island, bro. Uh, and as for the specialty categories, it's a draw between New Haven's Sally's Pizza and Frank Pepe's Pizza. Delicious. I like pizza. I like have you pizza. been to Pepe's Pizza? No, I have not been to Pepe's Pizza. You're missing something. Where can you get Pepe's Pizza? In New Haven. In New Haven? I'll have to... Mm-hmm. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, no. I had the burger down there in New Haven. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've heard about Pepe's right. Pizza. Right. It's pretty famous. Yeah, famous. No, I have not had that yet. Hey, Nick, I wanted to bet my conversation with my mom and dad was different than your conversation with your mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> you talked to your parents last night? Yes. Mm. I talked to both of them. They were both on the phone. and yeah, I was like... Oh, it's oh, that's wonderful. That's great. Oh, congratulations! Hear those words much yesterday? No. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nick. 
<laughs> I promise you it'll get better. I promise, bro. This yeah. is a transitory state. I didn't hit my stride till I was 30 years old. <laughs> At 27, seriously. At 27, I was married with a kid living in a studio apartment, you know, and toughing it out. No <laughs> money, just trying to make ends meet. Yeah, I think I'm going to stay here at the station. Start you mean living here? Living mean here? Live yeah. Here. Well, at least you won't be late it, in the morning. Yeah, it won't be late. And, uh, you know, plenty of entertainment going on. I think it's an awesome protest. Any CD Drag I, want, I could listen to. Mattress. Maybe an old can as a lamp with a bulb <laughs> in it, you know, hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, instead of putting my stuff in storage, I should just have them drop it off here. Set it up over in the corner. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You know what? Give me the traffic. I just got to tell you something. I know we're in the middle of news, but this okay. has nothing to do with news. <laughs> Psycho Dan, can I just say that I love this town? I do. Wish I didn't build a house on Long Island. Makes things a hell of a lot easier. A lot of great restaurants. Me and mm. Nick went out yesterday for a little dinner. Uh, Vito's on the park. Mm-hmm. And you know, we, just, we have like usually like a weekly or bi-weekly dinner where, you know, Nick gets a free meal, and mm-hmm. we talk about the show and stuff like that. But we also talk about other things. And Nick is moving out of his apartment. He's hiring movers. I said, where are you getting the money from movers? Until I was like, I don't know, maybe one house ago. I mean, hell, the house before this one, I moved the furniture. All freaking house. Me and my brother-in-law and my friends. I said, how can you spend that money? This is Nick's problem. Spending hundreds of dollars to move his furniture. You call up your friends. Darkside's a big guy. You borrow a truck. You say, who's got... Darkside's got a pickup. Sean? Someone's got a van and you go in. A bunch of guys move it. That's what young guys do. It's not like you're moving... No, you're not helping? Oh, oh, Oh. it's a hot (laughs) phone. Um, But seriously... I, I wouldn't you dark side. Would you help? I'd help if I was around. I would help. Oh, absolutely. I'd give him a hand. Yeah. I think you helped me move once. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but this I don't want to You're in the wrong frame of mind. You think, oh, I have to call the movers. Yeah, but moving sucks, and I... Uh, you have no money, so and this is how we do it. you and a couple of pizzas after and make a day of it. I, I gotta say, no, I've been to his house before. You don't have that much stuff. Yeah, what would it take, it, a couple hours? Yeah, I mean, you really don't have that much stuff, dude. If you can't afford it, I when I moved from Florida and I was in the balls of my ass, I had a 3,000-square-foot house. I moved the entire house with my brother-in-law. I couldn't afford it, man. Two U-Hauls, and we drove them up to New York. Like friggin' Sanford and Son. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, no matter how nice your furniture is, sticking out of the back of a U-Haul looks like crap. But I, your mentality is just so wrong. You just think wrong. You think way above your means. You think like you've got money. You got to change the way you think. You can't afford the good wine. You can't afford the good gin. You can't afford it. I didn't even think of a mover. I wasn't even consideration until I had my first platinum album. And I said, okay, I guess I can hire somebody to do well, this. Well, I just wanted to get my stuff in storage, and um, my brother-in-law was going to do it, offered to do it, but he works six days a week as it is, and these guys, it's tough to, storage? like... Storage? You're going to pay for a storage facility? It's 30 bucks a month. Oh my God. What? I don't. I don't have a place. What am I going to do with my stuff? I can't put it in my car. That's true. That's true. Where am I going to put it? Yeah, he's not, he's not going to have an apartment. So. Yeah, Thirty bucks a month is not that bad. No. He won't be paying rent. If I was up here, big rock star. If you do it during the week, I'll help you. Okay. 
Darcy will help you. And we'll have a funny bit for the radio. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Homer Simpson's catchphrase has made it into the updated online edition of the Oxford English Dictionary. Go is now an official word of the English language. (laughs) Inspiration for this and other new additions to the dictionary have been taken from a wide variety of sources, including from teens, pop music, and other pop culture. Also making the new list this year, Bad Hair Day, (laughs) Full Monty, (laughs) meaning to be naked, uh, going clubbing, and... Nice beaver. (laughs) Is that in there? (laughs) (laughs) Street cred. Street cred. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, you can check those out at the Oxford English Dictionary online. I think that's good that they're getting hipper. Yeah. You know, actually, my favorite dough moment on The Simpsons is when they're driving and they nearly hit a deer. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Homer yells out, dull. And Marge says, a deer. Mm-hmm. And Lisa says, a female deer. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, by the way, with this moving thing, we do have interns, you know. Sure. What do you think they're here for? They're getting credit. Oh. Sorry. Let them earn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, me. you done uh, filing those papers? All right, here's my address. Don't move my furniture. <laughs> okay. And then D needs his car polished. <laughs> <laughs> A Swedish company has started making different sized condoms and a special measuring device in order to offer a perfect fit. RFSU is producing a condometer as a size guide so men can know if they have the right fit. At the moment, they're offering three sizes, a narrow condom known as the Mamba, a medium condom called Profil, and an extra large condom called Okiado. Aren't we? Of course, it was translates to "Aren't we full of ourselves?" Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> Men can send for a test pack, which includes all three sizes, and the condo meter. Why don't they just go with like the Starbucks sizing? Grande. <laughs> <laughs> what are the three sizes? Is uh, they have the Grande is the big one. Mm. Paint day. Yeah, the, whatever that was, they do it with standardized sizing. Yeah. I don't. I am not. To my <laughs> when I go to Starbucks too, I don't. I don't fall into that trap. I, I always still say small. Oh, I, I've got my. That's good. But I've got my whole. I've got my whole. Well, it depends which fancy coffee shop I go to. I mean, I'm not exclusive mm-hmm. to Starbucks. If I go to one of those places, oh, I've got it down. Yeah. I'll say you know, bente latte skinny, easy on the foam. <laughs> you know, so a skin. What skinny means? So pretentious. You know, yeah, skin milk. No fat milk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've hung out in LA. I know you have. I've been to Beverly Hills, you know. Yeah. I know how they talk down there. <laughs> and you know what? They, they, did you do this story or did I hear someplace else that they've, they've uh, done some testing to try and get a more accurate reading on the average size of a man, male's genitals? We talked about that a while ago. This may be another study into that area. Well, they've... And they've actually downgraded the average size now. Mm-hmm. Did you know that from the story? I think so. Basically, think they, we they went it. down to like some of these spring breaks. Yeah, yeah, we talked about oh, this. Oh, okay, because yeah, I, I just saw it again. Yeah, I just saw it again on the news. Oh, okay, I was going to say. But it just reminded me about it. Yeah. The well, volunteer guys went in, they volunteered with nurses. And yeah, with nurses. A little special time, and they measured them. Yeah, magazines, and they found out that basically we've been exaggerating. We've been lying. They got a round off. Five and a quarter, six, you know, it's, it's in that yeah. inch. <laughs> Where the frickin' beef? <laughs> <laughs> That's the actual tape of the nurses <laughs> conducting the study. 
Well, the controversy just will not end over this urine thing. An increasing number of Thais, people in Thailand, are now believed to be drinking their own urine, despite warnings that it might be a health risk. I'm not giving another hundred bucks. Forget it, Nick. Put it away. This is <laughs> another true story. People suffering from some deadly diseases say drinking urine has helped them feel better. Meantime, Thai health officials are warning the use of urine on a regular basis could be harmful. One man who has suffered from severe allergies and liver tumors for years started drinking his own urine two years ago. He said, quote, urine is an amazing medicine. Now I drink it every morning. I also use it to clean my nasal orifice to help with the allergies. Oh, it's oh. tumor. He's snorting it? The runner-up to the Miss Internet 1998 competition also recommends urine as a beauty aid. Isn't that called a golden shower? <laughs> I mean... What is going on? We've been hearing about this a lot lately. See, Nick, you played it all wrong. It's epidemic. You played it all wrong. Even though you came out of it appearing rather noble for some reason, you should have really stepped that up. You should have, like, even if you were faking it, so I'm like, wow, <laughs> I feel great. I don't know when I felt this alive. <laughs> and all day, like, been walking down the hall, like, pick up your pace and have people, like, thinking... Damn, should I drink my own pee? <laughs> <laughs> That's you, should, right. you should have played everybody on that one. Woo! It was just singing a, Don't Worry, Be Happy in the middle. Uh, like, yeah. Well, with the taste I had in my mouth, it was kind of difficult to play it off. You know? I mean, it was pretty disgusting. Yeah, well, um, I can imagine it was. Your description was very... It tastes like a toilet. Yeah, I think mm. these people... Uh, don't know what they're talking about. No way. They're all Asians, aren't they? So, so far, Thailand and China, but I've heard of it happening mm. in Russia as well. Yeah, that's because they ran out of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> so they're drinking their own whist. <laughs> well, police in Philadelphia have uncovered what they're calling a sex dungeon at a phone store after complaints of screams from neighbors. Sean, what's the address of that place? Uh, Where to Main Street? <laughs> Officers raided the premises to find a sexual torture chamber of horrors at the mobile phone store in I'm South Philly. Three women dominatrix, Ms. Kane, Payne, and Pierce, claim the business is a fetish photography studio. Inside, officials found a smorgasbord of sex toys, including whips, riding crops, catheters, oh. gimp masks. Ah. Paddles, Ow. a torture rack, a straitjacket, handcuffs, chains, penile restraints, plugs, belts, and a toilet with the bottom cut out. Oh, no! As well as no. a doctor's table, forceps, an enema bag, an electric cattle prod, <laughs> latex gloves, and Vaseline. Oh. As well as a closet containing several pairs of high-heeled shoes, medical smocks, and other outfits. <laughs> oh, God. A toilet with a bottom <laughs> cut out of it. <laughs> it actually says here in my... It actually explains in the story why you would actually have one of those. Oh, <laughs> oh on, can you read it? It says, also inside was a toilet with a bottom cut out, which would allow someone... To stick a head in and be splattered, blah, 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 blah. 
Oh man, didn't get your picture taken while we give craps on you and get whipped with a shame. Awesome. Story from the Philadelphia Daily News. It's real, folks. I told you guys about the Nutcracker Suite down in New York. <laughs> I didn't tell you about the Nutcracker Suite. Down in New I York. I just like the name. Where they've got different rooms, and one is uh, a medical room where everything's like stainless steel, mm-hmm. and the nurse comes in. And my buddy, who advised me on Strangeland, you know, he was like so psyched because his, his old lady worked there. She's a dominatrix. And for his birthday, she liked, you know, whatever he wanted. So he got cath- cathetered first thing. Isn't that incredibly painful? Uh, he wanted it. He liked it. Come uh, on. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's his bladder. And then the nurse comes in in the high heels. Another room where they just like tied him up and had left him hanging from the ceiling with a strobe light going on there. Listen, then, listen, listen. Seriously, I'm all for doing what you want in your bedroom as long as it's consensual. But isn't that, I mean, that's a painful procedure. Is it a psychological problem? I think so. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> I think the people who go in, there's, there's, there's these businessmen that are going in there on their lunch break and getting their asses kicked by some chick. Laying <laughs> <laughs> cool on the get... floor and licking shoes and stuff. Dude, you're sick. To get catheterized, Nick? And I've no, spent... no, no. Not to get catheterized, but to have a woman like peach you up a little bit. That's, that's <laughs> problems. I, I, I spent a lot of time with these people, and I, I, you know, and very nice, lovely people, intelligent people, and they sit there and they explain chapter and verse about, you know, how uh, mind expanding this is and freeing. And I sit there going, "Yes, <laughs> you're insane. <laughs> <laughs> you know that you've got serious problems. There's no, you're paying money to have somebody beat the crap out of you. Well, I Come mean, here, I'll take a dump on your head for five bucks. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I, <laughs> I mean, Tell I your have, friends. I cannot associate with these people in terms of getting have someone take a big dump on you <laughs> or pee on you you know or even pinch you with like you know um how about the cattle prod no prod you or anything but i would like a woman to like toss me around a bit how about suffocate you <laughs> and step on me or whatever <laughs> suffocate me no i'm not into that but step on you yeah i always want a woman to like with you know, those big shoes and stuff. I wouldn't mind if they stepped on me. That'd be it cool. starts there. It starts there. Mr. Mrs. Slow. Lentino, what did you do wrong? <laughs> <laughs> There's anything about a donkey in the closet? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is coincidental. And since last week, we sort of read a list of what Nick would do for certain amounts of money. Well, they've actually conducted a survey on that very issue in England. It's kind of an interesting list. So okay. I'll run it down for you. All right, Nick, paying attention. I mean, we could do the yeses or noes as to whether we do it. These are all things mm. that you do for a million pounds, which is, I don't know, That's about <clears throat> almost two, mo- like a million and a half dollars. These days it's more. down. It's one now. It's around 1.3. All right. So 1.3 million, Nick. Right. One in 10 British adults say they would eat maggots, cheat on their partners, or even chop off a limb for, for the 1.3 million. And here's sort of the breakdown. <laughs> 10% said they'd be unfaithful to their partners for that amount of money. That figure rose 16% for men compared to a little under 10% for women. They'd you'd be paid to be unfaithful? Right. You could do that for free. Well, yeah, most of those guys do it for free. What kind of stupid <laughs> question is that? One third of men say they would strip on national television compared with just 8% of women who said that they'd do that. No. For a million bucks? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Nick. 
Definitely. <laughs> How about for a hundred? Yeah. TV. Sean. Oh yeah. That's, Definitely. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, Dark Side. You're, you're the one. I'll be talk. on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Mom, I'm on TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so's Tim McVeigh. <laughs> Ooh, puppy cook. Two uh, percent of adults say they would cut off a limb. That's ridiculous. No one's going to do that. Anybody? Not even Nick. No. How about one finger? One finger, yeah, definitely. You'd cut off a finger for a million dollars? Okay, which finger? Thumb? Uh, Never the thumb. Don't go Probably ring. You can't do anything without the thumb. Ring, I would think. Ring? How about how about this one, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> um, one fifth of men say they'd eat a bucket of live insects. A bucket? A bucket. I would eat some live insects, but a bucket's a lot to eat. I don't think I could do it. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I get it down. Can you do it over a course of a period, a few days? <laughs> yeah, sure. A million bucks? Hell yeah. I'm not, I think I'd eat some insects. I've done it for free before. So. People eat insects for a living. Uh, You've eaten yeah. bugs. Yeah, live bugs. Uh, yeah, up in Maine, hunting. Live bugs. Yeah. Why? Why? Because it, it was on my plate. What? what? Yeah, so like you... moths and stuff. You know. Moths. So you ate yeah. it. Yeah, it was on my plate. On it purpose? Was in my food. Yeah. <laughs> what? What was this, hijinks? Hunting hijinks? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, okay. You were showing how crazy you were. It was on my plate. He takes that clean your plate literally. Yes. Yeah. My daddy always said. Um, Nick, would you eat the bugs? <laughs> yeah, I eat the bugs. In a hot second. Um, one third say they would bathe with maggots. That's no problem. Like wipe them on like Get in a tub with maggots. Stuff. Can I have a butt plug? Yeah, really. I'm just be afraid of them climbing in somewhere. Yeah. That'd be a little bit concerned about can they, that. Maggots can't kill you, can they? No, they're fly so. larvae. Unless you've got some open wounds. Mm. I don't know if I could do that. I really don't. I would never, I think I would never get over it. I'm going to have to weigh the million dollars versus ever sleeping well again. Well, have you seen this or heard about this new show, Fear Factor, yeah. that's on? For $50,000, I mean, i just seen some clips on it, and they got people... Laying down in a in a coffin filled with rats or a tank filled I really with rats. It. it was like uh, yeah, they they uh, had it on the other night. Actually, I watched it. Yeah, was it maggots? Was that like one a of them? Pit full of no. They had uh, dragged by a horse. What? Dragged by two horses for a hundred yards. They have to do. There's That's like really six dangerous. people. Yeah, they pad them up though. <clears throat> yeah, they're no, not not that much. No, though, the rat know. thing. They were getting bitten. Yeah, they have six people, three men, three women, and they have to go through three stunts. Okay, and whoever makes it through the three stunts wins the 50 grand. The first one was dragged by two horses, like, for 100 yards, going, like, 35 miles an hour. The second Will one... they go in the same direction? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The second one was the, the pit full of, uh, full of rats. 400 rats. They had, they they had to lay in the pit for four minutes. And you heard them say, they're biting me, they're biting me, yeah, apparently. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone said... <clears throat> remember that scene? Anybody you didn't see it. First blood. Of course. Yeah. When he goes into the tunnel and all the rats... Or in the water? Yeah. What is what with rats is they want heat. <sighs> and it was cold in there. And they started burrowing in him. So they were getting into his clothes and trying to cl climb for warmth to get, you know, and it was, they Makes were biting at him. It was, yeah, it was uh, torturous. Uh, I would okay. do it. <laughs> what was the third mm. thing? The third thing was uh, it, a crane was holding this car up in the air. Like, had to be 
hundreds and hundreds of feet up in the air over over this big lake and um it was on an angle and they had water pouring on the car like it was raining and they had to get out of the driver's side window in the in midair climb down the hood and grab this flag off the off the front bumper and then climb to the That's trunk so and grab the stupid. keys out of the trunk lock and then get back in the car without and drive falling, off without falling off <laughs> the show is stupid. No, yeah. it's, it's great. It's awesome. Well, it's, it got... Basically, critics have said it's like the end of civilization as we know it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and ratings were really high. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't even want to watch it's, people it's with rats. The uh. there, there, there's a, these things are becoming epidemic, these kind of shows throughout the world. They've got a show that apparently um, is being banned now because in, in Chile where poor, starving people are forced to humiliate themselves publicly for like food. <laughs> it's like, and it's like wearing diapers and and just all sorts of like uh, having frogs crapping on them on t national TV. Oh. It's just, it's a sad statement. Do we have to wrap up? There's one more story. I really yeah. want to get to one more story. Speaking of things you may or may not want to see. Tanya Harding is considering doing a topless ice capades in Las Vegas oh. to show off her new breast enhancement oh, surgery. Okay. Awesome. I was going to say, those little flapjacks that she had going on in that little homemade hooters, hooters, hooters. film, that wouldn't be flapjacks. worth the price of admission. They, they were very not attractive. <laughs> and she's hoping to maybe have this Then again, running. I still stand by our, if we're there, we're happy to be <laughs> yeah. there, but watching it on a home, also somebody else's home movie. Did you see it, Sean? Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah, of course I have. So anyway, she's hoping to have this up and running maybe by the time Winter Olympics are at Salt Lake City. So if you want to get a load of Tanya Harding skating topless, she really has run out of other options. Tanya Harding, queen of the trailer park, will be appearing at a skating rink near you. <laughs> Yankees over Montreal, 9-3. Florida beat the Red Sox, 4-2. Mets yeah. over Baltimore, 7-6-10. Lakers, three games to one lead now after last night's 100-86 win over Philadelphia. Game 5 Friday at Philly. Sunny, hazy, hot near 90 today. Tonight, clouds, 60s, and tomorrow, partly sunny, hot, humid, and into the low 90s. 65, 738. All right. Well, the family feud, D. Snyder Radio style, is happening next. You've been answering our survey questions all week long at Radio104.com. The Peeps poll. And now we're going to find out just how well we know you, the listeners, and I hear uh, this is Nikki's revenge on on uh, D. Snyder today. <laughs> no revenge. Didn't you allude yesterday something? In fact, that I'm going to quite enjoy this week's feud. <laughs> yeah, that's all I said. It's a great addition. Yes, but you mentioned me by name. You said <laughs> you are really going to enjoy this week's feud. I think you will. Yeah, I haven't seen the questions yet. So, if you want to join the party, win a D. Snyder Radio prize pack just for giving a correct answer. Give us a call right now at 860-666-4444. D. Snyder Radio. Family Feud is next. This is Radio 104. D. Snyder. Can I just say that you rule the earth? D. Snyder Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. 666-4444. D. Snyder Radio. Look forward to what the hell am I going to do this weekend? That's what we tell you. What's going on for your entertainment and viewing and listening pleasure? 
Also, CC DeVille from the legendary Poison, friend of D. Snyder Radio, very entertaining guest. Mm -hmm. He and Dickie Barrett have definitely been voted top two <laughs> on D. Snyder Radio for their appearances. He's going to be coming down to the studio and hanging out with us for a couple hours, yeah, which will be great. Threatening to stay here for two whole hours. Yeah, and you want to talk about what the hell is going to do this weekend? How, how about? How about going to see the Glam Slam Metal Jam tomorrow night? I'm going. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be uh, singing a tone with Poison. <laughs> and by the way, you guys got me into that Swell Horses outfit. Because <laughs> when, when, when I talk with Brett, we're interviewing Brett, and Brett goes, hey, how about you come up there and sing a song? And I'm like, well, you know, I don't really know many tunes. And you're all going, oh, go oh, ahead. so great. Wonderful. We'll learn one of yours. Like, Fabulous. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I mean, not that I mind or anything like that. It's just that it is Friday, and uh, I wasn't home last weekend for three days, and now I'm chewing up another one of my days off, so I promise be right. it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, my family doesn't need me. My daughter doesn't plead for me to come home every frigging day. Uh, okay, you know what? Uh, we've got the feud. Took a look at the questions. We'll discuss. First, traffic. Psycho Dan, what up? All right, this traffic report is brought to you by Skittles, now with a new green apple flavor for a limited time only. Traveling on 84 East, slow going between exits 40 and 43. 84 West, you're going to slow down, approaching the 384 ramps, done again from Governor Street in and over the Bulkley Bridge. 91 South, get slow just before exit 40, where they just cleared a crash. Should be fine after that, up to exit 35, where it gets slow into downtown. 91 North is delay-free. Traveling on Route 2, you'll slow down, approaching exit 5D. Then again, it gets heavy from exit 4 up to the flyover. 91 South down in Fairfield County, slow into Fairfield all the way from exit 27. 95 South is slow going from exit 54 up to the Kew Bridge. And traveling on Route 8, it's going to be busy at the Route 8 interchange. At 747, I'm Psycho Dan with this Modern Rock Report on Radio 104. Well then, without any further ado, fire it up, Dark Side. Time for the D-Sign Radio Family Feud. Let's do the feud. Well, I'm sure by now you know how it's done. Each week we post new questions about the Snyder Radio on our Peeps poll at Radio104.com and ask you to go and answer these survey questions. Take the top three answers, put them on the board. Very big board. Number one answer is always worth two points. Number two and three answer are worth a point apiece. You, the listeners, get to play along, people on the phone. If you get a correct answer, you win a D Snyder Radio prize pack. We here at Designer Radio play for the bra of shame. Big loser wears the bra of shame. So Nick and Beth look resplendent in their brassieres. Now, how did you decide who would wear what, Nick? You got stuck with the big, ugly, dark side one. We shot for it. Yeah, I let Beth have her choice. <laughs> that was pretty nice, yeah. Yeah. To be drowning in that monster bra anyway. It's like <laughs> Janet Reno's bra. <laughs> it's disgusting. So, uh, leave me out of this. Oh, well, nice job on the questions. <laughs> I don't mind that they're all about me, except for one. They're just stupid questions. They're bad questions, as usual. <laughs> bad questions? Well, listen. What would you say is your best time of day? <laughs> Not when you sit down and have a drink. I'm talking about in work. Each of us knows when we hit our stride, you know? It's probably not first thing. Some people, maybe it is. But for me, it's not first thing when I get in. And it's probably not the end of the day. 
So what would you say? Is it after lunch? Is it right before lunch? When are you sharpest? When are you most focused? When are you most on? Firing on all cylinders. Nick Lentino. Survey says... Between 1 and 1.15. Could you please <laughs> write questions then? <laughs> okay. 1 and 1.15. Very small window. <laughs> See people lined up outside the office trying to hook up with Nick during that 15 minutes. Jack I'm writing questions! <laughs> yeah, okay, I... Get your point. He turns into Reverend Jim. <laughs> I don't know when you're writing these questions. <laughs> I made Sean laugh. Well, there is one about Dark Side. I usually go by the percentage of respondents in the top three. You know, mm. so they're more focused. But there's only one about Dark Side, and I think it it's interesting given the recent turn of events here at D-Snyder Radio, how, how people's opinions are changing. So, we're going to open up with this question about Dark Side before Nick unleashes on me. Hundreds of D-Snyder Radio peeps were polled. They were asked, when Dark Side's son Connor finally starts school, assuming he's not being homeschooled, when he goes to school, what will the kids on the playground Called Dark Side. Let's go to a listener, Brad from Pleasant Valley's on the phone. How you doing, D? I'm good, Brad. How you doing, man? So, what do you think the kids are gonna call Dark Side, Dave? You know, Connor's friends. Well, I, I know uh, Beth and Nick are looking simply ravishing in their bras today, and I don't want to disappoint the peeps. So, I'm gonna go with what I answered and I'm sh say, "Show me Chewy." <laughs> Show me Chewy. Hmm. Right on. Let me see that, baby. Where's Chewy? Number one answer. 22% of listeners said they're going to call you Chewbacca, Dark Side. Okay. <laughs> All the Wookiee would be acceptable. Right on. You got a prize pack there. Good going, Brad. See, see, he played along mm -hmm. on the Peace Ball, and he won a prize pack. Somebody once said, Brad, that... A person, a listener who's on the phone's answer should at least show up somewhere on the list. If you're not playing, if you're not answering the survey questions, you shouldn't be on the phone. I disagree, though. You disagree, but but Brad is on both, so he's got a prize pack. Hold on, we'll get your information. Well, Beth Lockwood, two more answers on the board. I will say Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Or the Yeti. The Yeti. Bigfoot. <laughs> any. We'll accept any variation yeah. of that being. That, that legendary being, he walks in the schoolyards <laughs> of hard-hitting New Britain. Show me Sasquatch! Mm. Was that on there, Sean? Number four. Mm. I always get the number four. Did you combine things like Yeti, Scott, Sasquatch? Yeah, Bigfoot, Yeti, Sasquatch is all combined. They're all the same thing. Yeah. All the same legendary creature. Nicholas. Two mm. more answers on the board. Look great in that bra, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Wussy. <laughs> wussy. Hey, wuss. That's okay. what they're going to say to Connor. Your dad's a wussy. Okay. Uh, let's... <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see if wussy's on the board. <laughs> Survey says. All right. Not, uh, yeah. Was wussy on there? Yeah, it was number five. Number five. <laughs> Just almost sneaking in there. Dark Side Dave, two more answers on the board. Got a point for you if you want it. Um, do you want it? I do want it. Earn it. I think the kids will call me cool. Your, dad, hey, oh, your dad's God. cool, man. 
Come on. You know what I'm saying? I don't think so. No. <laughs> Mick Cool. All right, let me change my answer. Well, it's not a name. name. You know, I, hey, cool. <laughs> cool guy. All right, cool about, guy. All right, let's go with Ape Man. <laughs> Quite a change. Yeah. From cool to Ape Man survey says. Wait a minute. One button. Uh, ape Man on there? Well, Ape Man wasn't, isn't on here and certainly not cool. <laughs> Two wrong answers. Let me give you another buzzer for the hell of it. <laughs> All right, back to the listeners. Two more answers on the board. This is kind of tough. Mike, good old Mike from Berlin. On the phone. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, and by the way, I'm the president of the uh, Dark Side Fan Club. Oh, uh, thanks, Mike. Oh, good. I'm glad you're also the only member right now, but. <laughs> <laughs> the only member. <laughs> Fun meeting. <laughs> so, Mike, tell me, what do you think? Two answers on the board. What do you think uh, the kids are going to call? Connor's friends, that is. They're going to call Dark Side Dave. Uh, I say something like, uh, has to do with marijuana. I say something like swag. Swag. Hey, Schwag. <laughs> <laughs> Show me Schwag. No. On there, Sean? Nowhere to be found. Schwag, wait. Sorry, Mike. It was a good try. Hey, man. Okay. One more time around, guys. Beth Lockwood, go for it. Um, how about um, trench foot? <laughs> trench foot. <laughs> <laughs> Trench foot. I'll take any kind of toe fungal okay. answer, okay? Survey says... <laughs> Nick. Hmm. Nick, 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 Nick. Well, in light of recent events, I think somewhat related to wuss, wuss bag, I'm going to go with uh, chicken. <laughs> Chicken. Now what? Dark Side Dave. No one's ever, ever referred to Dark Side Dave as chicken. Survey says number three answer. Uh, Yeah. Show me the chicken. Yeah, Yeah, 60% of the people... Dick. Now believe you're the chicken. <laughs> or at least that Connor's friends will call you chicken. <laughs> Years from now, you're going to hear, Dad, why didn't you drink the piss? I know, right? It's only going to backfire. <laughs> All right, I'll do it now, son. So late. <laughs> All right, Beth. One no, more I went. Answer. Dark side. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Chicken and wuss have already been taken, right? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, pansy. Pansy. <laughs> uh, well, give me a few more words that let go with pansy. Sally, you know, pansy, Sally, panty waist. Okay, I'll take any of those. <laughs> any other words you want to throw in there? No, thanks, Steve. <laughs> Show me the dreaded Sally boy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Was that Sally panty waist pansy? Uh, variation sissy boy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the number two answer was Mike from Berlin was in the right direction. Pothead. <laughs> 90% of the peeps thought that the small... Children at schools will call you pothead. <laughs> hey, they called you yarnhead. Yeah, I was gonna say, don't feel bad. They called me yarnhead. So, so you had to let me sit there and fish for more. Well, I was trying to help you. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the second question. Uh, I'm trying to divide the questions about my nose. Uh, so let's see. Uh, okay. All right, let's go with this one here. 
What's amazing is it has some sort of a what do you call what do you call it when you get like a a majority opinion a major- consensus consensus. Thank you. I can't believe there's actually some sort of consensus <laughs> on this <laughs> this question. What time would you say you did these questions? Certainly wasn't any like 105 or 110. No, these were like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, okay. and it shows. Hey, hey, D, just a second. Uh, Sean has some good uh, feedback from the rest of the answers for oh, Dark Sides. Come on. Yeah, you oh. stop the flow oh. for that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I overlooked that. Oh, that's okay. Let's sit back and enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had Dirty Hippie, <laughs> Connor's Smelly Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin it <laughs> Scary dad Scumbag <laughs> The big scary man With the man breasts <laughs> And then A big resounding wimp <laughs> How about just Screaming <laughs> Stinky feet Oh we had that So I, so I guess uh, Your dad Wasn't in there at all right? <laughs> Just you know Hey that's your dad no, Mr. Wallace Mr. Wallace <laughs> Mr. Wallace on there No but we had Snuffle up again Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, I just had to fit that in. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That was important. Okay, question number two. We're going to go over to Brian from Waterbury. Hey, Brian, how you doing, man? So listen, here's the question. Thousands upon thousands of D. Snyder radio peeps were polled. They were asked, if my nose could drive, <laughs> what kind of a car or truck would it be driving? <laughs> This is a three o'clock question, by the way. So, so hypothetically, because we all know noses can't drive, no matter how big they are. What kind of car would it be driving? Hmm. Let's go with the Mustang. The Mustang. I'd like to think my nose would drive the Boss 302 Mustang. Thank you. Let's see if it's up there. Show me the Stang. No, man. Was it on the list, Sean? As number four. You just missed, Brian. That was but my vote, dude. Thank you for the dignity. Okay. Beth, uh, Beth <laughs> I don't make up the questions. I just, can, you ima- can you believe this question? <laughs> Remember that Saturday Night Live bit with Toonsis the Driving Cat? Yes. That was funny. Toonsis. What was this? Uh, Toonsis the Driving Cat. Snotsis <laughs> the Driving Nose. <laughs> I will say... Uh, Tandem tractor trailer. Mm-hmm. Tandem tractor trailer. <laughs> Something big. The big, the big, the big semi. It's a huge bitch. Show me the eighteen wheeler, baby. Number three answer. Nineteen percent of the vote. I haven't seen Lentino laugh that hard in months. Of course, he laughs at his own stupidity. He plays with his own duty. He sits in there like fascinated, going through it, seeing what bits He's are in hiccups. there. Getting hiccups. <laughs> and he's still half in the bag, so no, it's, you know, so it's extra funny now. <laughs> oh well, well, well. Let's go to Nick Lentino. Two more answers on the board. Well, hypothetically, the- if my nose could drive, what kind <laughs> of car or truck would it be driving? Well, I know your nose likes to go in style. So I'm going to go with a stretch limousine. <laughs> a big stretch. Plenty of room. Not like a formal car or, or a town car. Long, Extra long stretch, yeah, right? Let that nose in a stretch. Let the nose have some room to breathe, so to speak. <laughs> Show me the stretch limo. Now, I'm sure that was on there. Yes, it was, D. Number eight. Okay, down at the bottom Damn. of the list, though. Dark Side Dave. I know this is really stimulating your intellect here with this... Um, I, you, you know what? A tow truck. 
big tow. flatbed or something, yeah. A flatbed or a tow truck. Yeah. Driving, not riding, though. You picture uh, my nose being dragged around okay. by the tow truck? Or? All right, never mind. I'll still go with the tow truck. Tow truck, yeah. okay. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> Show me the dreaded tow truck. <laughs> no, my nose wouldn't be caught dead in a tow truck. Richard Dawson unless, never had course, to suffer this indignity. Unless, of course, they were towing my boss 302 Mustang. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Richard Dawson. There weren't many Richard Dawson questions. No. <laughs> Speaking of another guy who was half in the bag when he was working. Yeah, no kidding. Or, or Louis Anderson. You never hear many... How fat am I? <laughs> questions. <laughs> All right. Uh, I went around the horn. Let's go back to the listeners because there's still two more mm. answers on the board. And I know Neil from Danbury has an idea. Neil. Yeah. If my nose could drive, <laughs> what kind of car or truck would it be driving? I'm going to go with a Hummer, D. A Hummer. Nice military vehicle. Manly. I could see my nose in a Hummer. I've thought about it. Survey says. Number two answer. Wow. Yes. Yes, Neil from Danbury, you're right on the money. My nose would be driving a Hummer. At least that's what 21% of the listeners think. Hold on a second. We'll get your information. Speaking of driving, just a little aside before I get to this next. Continue asking us a question. You know the commercial on, on TV? I think it's for a Mitsubishi. Where two guys are driving along the highway and they're in their car and they groove into the tune. And they're speeding, obviously. And then they look over and there's a police car. Mm-hmm. Riding right alongside of him, and he's just staring at him, and they like look at him, and then they start mm-hmm. grooving. I had one of those moments yesterday on 91. <laughs> I was grooving to some tunes, and I, I didn't realize I was at an accelerated rate of speed in my sports vehicle. And um, I looked over, and there's an unmarked police car cruising right, alongso- <laughs> right alongside of me, and he's just looking with that same look. He's just looking at me. I look at him. <laughs> Gave a little wave, and, he, and I just sort of slowed down, and he let me, he let me go. Which thank you very much, officer. <laughs> Appreciate that. So, Beth Lockwood, uh, one more answer on the board. The number one answer for that matter: If my nose could drive, what kind of car or truck would it drive or be driving? Winnebago, D. Winnebago. Yes. <laughs> like a lot of living space, the nose does. Breathing room, we call it. <laughs> Levestrassum <laughs> in German. Show me the Winnebago. Sean? Mm. Actually, no, that wasn't there. Good thinking, though. How'd they miss that? Yeah. yeah, I was shocked. All right, Nick Lentino, inventor of this fine question, I'm sure. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go a little domestic here. And uh, it's like a big, fat Oldsmobile station wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Big fat I'm old school Oldsmobile station wagon. Yeah, that's what my mom used to drive. Woody, back the in the seventies. Fake wood, wood on the. What is with that fake wood? Who's buying that? <laughs> oh, it looks real. I thought you actually had wood paneling on the car. I didn't realize it was vinyl. Peels off. Yeah, I know. It's it's, it's like stickers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Station wagon. All right. Survey oh. says. Number one answer. Twenty-six percent of listeners said my nose would drive a station wagon. Can you imagine what it was like in the room when they were making up this question? I'm curious about Nick's answers. He has been too focused. He has had two answers. The way he's delivered them, I think he sees the answers. Sean's got them right over there. Look at how he's holding the papers. Yeah. He is. If you were playing cards, you'd be wiping that boy out. 
He is moving that paper around. That chicken answer and that station wagon answer was said with this degree of of setup. I smell a rat. Now these questions are stupid. They're right up his alley. Yeah. I don't Wait know. a second. Chicken is pretty easy. Yeah, but usually you guys to- get put off when I when usually I every time and I'm confused with that. When there's an answer that is like another one, it completely throws you guys off completely. You never follow up, ever. If like, So when he said wussy, and I said, should I give him wussy because wussy and chicken? I said, no, okay. At that point, traditionally, like, you guys don't go after that anymore. You stop, and you move in a different direction, always. That's why I'm always, like, confused with that. But you went right for chicken. I've been sure. suspicious for quite some time now. See... That's the thing. And how many times... Well, he lost last week. That's true. Yeah. But he could be faking us out for the big win. You think that he has that much going on, that he's hustling us at the D. Snyder Radio Family Feud? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, no, you know what, though? I To stick up for Nick, when we're in the office and we're making up the questions, he will start... He'll start answering like what he thinks certain <laughs> answers are right away. And I can tell you in the office earlier, like the no, like last Friday, when we came up with this particular question, he did say station wagon. Okay. So. Okay. All right. I'll let him off the hook. Okay. I actually, I actually trust Nick, So, uh, but it just seemed a little odd. <laughs> Let's take a break from the feud. We'll come back. We got two more questions. Uh, you'll be happy to know. That they have to do with my nose. <laughs> I got to decide. The one about about me taking a dump, <laughs> about like blowing one. my nose, or uh, something a little more normal about me. So I'll contemplate this while you enjoy these words from D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. There are methods that they use that we can't always understand. D. Snyder Radio. But that's what we do. On Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. See my peeps? Can't wait. What do you want? Snyder Radio. On Radio 104. Like I said, people, tomorrow on D. Snyder Radio, C.C. DeVille of Poison will be in the studio. Uh, he's been on a show only once, or was it twice? Uh, once, I think, right? And he called in yeah, once. once. Called in once and was in the st- was it when we did the mm-hmm. thing at the Mohegan Sun. Fun, funny, entertaining, energized, fired up, psychotic guy. Mm-hmm. Performing with a big Glam Slam metal jam at the Meadows Music Theater tomorrow, so he'll be in the studio. Enjoy that. We got to get back to the feud. I mean, these questions are calling. I mean, I just can't wait to ask these <laughs> feud questions. They're so highbrow. They're unibrow. That's what they are. But we need traffic first from Psycho Dan. Kill the music. This is when this is Steve Perry being badass. It's like attitude, all attitude. I wonder what kind of car his nose drove. <laughs> he had a pretty pointy schnoz. Oh, he had a big one. Yeah. <laughs> he had a big one. There's a lot of us singers with big noses. Mm. Well, that, we can get more air so we can gotcha. really sing better. Mm. Rod Never Stewart. thought of it. Yeah. Another big nose bastard. Sure. Who else has got big schnoz out there? Mm. Is that it? <laughs> Three of us? No, I would say 
Daltrey had a pretty big nose. Yeah, he was, he, was, mm. he had a honker. Mm. Yeah, he, Even Plant had a big nose. No, no, no. Plant didn't have a big nose. Really? Yeah, I had dinner with Plant. He didn't have a big nose. Mm. Mm. You had dinner with Robert Plant? Yes, I did. Cool. Yeah, it was cool. Cool. Tell you about it sometime. It is Zeppelin. You know? I, yeah, it was. It was uh, awesome. I'll tell you about it <clears throat> Nice guy. Good guy. Mm. Okay, but right now it's time to get back to the feud. Well, we'll save. Actually, this, I'm going to get rid of the. See, I get like a few questions here to choose from. I'm not going to ask the question of. How long does it take me to blow my nose? <laughs> because just stupid. I mean, you know, there's 24 hours in the day, and you know, you can so one hour, two hours. It's one of those, you know, not very creative. It's just a matter of naming. Never stop blowing a quantity nose. of time. For those who might be interested, 18 percent of the people said 15 minutes. <laughs> 21% said it took two hours. And the number one answer with 32% of the vote, there was a consensus, one hour <laughs> to blow my nose. It's quite a project. Thoroughly. Oh, it is. It's major. Had to put and little, when you're done. I, mean, I got to put little cones up yeah, and everything around the area. Bitch. Some flares, you know, <laughs> barricades. Get a blanket. Let it rip. Stand back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, listeners are on the phone ready to go so i'm gonna ask jamie from plainville first i'll say thank you for your patience jamie hello how are you doing <laughs> hello how are you doing i'm doing good man so here's the question we're gonna go with thousands of d snyder radio peeps were polled they were asked when d looks in the mirror that's me what do I say to myself? That's a huge bitch. <laughs> That's a huge bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, show me. That's a huge bitch. No, but it was a good oh, answer. Great delivery. And was that on the list there, Sean? Yeah, like number eight. Number eight. So you're not insane, Jamie, but good delivery. Good, well played, but unfortunately, you didn't win. All right, Beth Lockwood's top three answers are on the board. I'm going to go with, hello, handsome. Hello, handsome. Hello, handsome. <laughs> Let me see if that <laughs> fine answer is on the board. <laughs> Survey says. No, no, really? Actually, what I do say. But is it on the list? It was number four. Number Again, four, right? yeah. number four. Just, just on I keep getting the honorable mention. Nick, 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 hmm. Nick, 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 Nick. I'm going to go with, uh, I wonder what Nick's doing right now. <laughs> the ever popular. I wonder what Nick's <laughs> doing right now. <laughs> Just throwing it away, aren't you, pal? <laughs> well, no, I mean, you might be thinking about me. Show me the dreaded. <laughs> I'll take anything having to do with Nick. Okay. <laughs> thought that'd be on there. Uh, it's not on there, and it's not up here. <laughs> no. Sean? No, that's not there. Nothing. No. <laughs> nothing to do with Nick in any type. No, nothing about Nick. <laughs> All right, well, Dark Side Dave, what do you think? That's my Dave. <laughs> that's my dick. <laughs> I guess it's a full-length mirror. Let me see. That's my dick. 
<laughs> yeah, I was thinking more of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wasn't thinking full length. <laughs> you should have been more specific. Sean, was that my dick anywhere? No, I didn't see that anywhere on there. Any penile references? No, actually. Nothing. I think everybody was thinking more of like a face, a, a shot. face shot. Yeah. But uh, that was all right, Doug said. Let's go to John from Meriden, waiting patiently on the phone. John, good morning. How's it going, Dave? It's going good. So... Top three answers are still on the board. Definitely a consensus from the peeps. When I look in the mirror, what do I say to myself, John? I'm dead sexy. His <laughs> <laughs> deliveries are great here today. I'm dead sexy. <laughs> Show me I'm dead sexy. No, where, where was that, Sean? That didn't show up. Oh, John. Yet another answer that I do say. Okay, hold on. I mean, well played, John, but I'm sorry. It's not working. Beth Lockwood, one more time around the horn. No one's getting anything here. I'm going to go with, what is it you want to do with your life? I want to rock. I want to rock. I want to rock. Show me I want to rock, please. Number three nice. answer, twenty-one percent. <laughs> I want to rock. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine what you actually did? Yeah. Why would you think I'd do that? <laughs> That's a huge bitch. That's crazy to think I would look in the mirror and mouth my own songs. Do you do that before you go on stage? No. <laughs> you all put your hands together in a circle like your team, and you say. What is it you want to do in your life? <laughs> no, actually, I, <laughs> I remember. I'm we, dead, dead. <laughs> I do remember we were we were at doing a show. This is years ago, and it was a, a, a local band or a regional band called DC Star. Uh-huh. They were opening for us, and we're in the dressing room, and the walls were thin, and they're doing. They're about to go on stage, and we hear DC Star, best by far. DC Star, best by far. Like, what the hell is that? And they go out on stage and kicked ass. Mm. So then, when they came back to the dressing room, we were about to go on. We did our chant: kill, 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 kill. So that's our chant: kill. Mm. All right. Two more answers on the board, Nick. Mm. I'm gonna go with, uh, hey man, nice mullet. <laughs> hey man, nice mullet. Yeah. Mullet's looking good. Yeah. Show me the mullet. Yeah. Anything with a mullet. I'll take anything with a mullet. Survey says. Oh, no, man. Sean. Number five. Mm. Yep. Okay, dark side last shot. Two more answers on the board. You're a good looking fellow, do you know that? <laughs> 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 okay, we had Hello Handsome <laughs> If you're a good looking fellow Do you know that? Okay <laughs> Actually, the one thing I do say to myself So it makes sense No Alright, I'm going to give a listener one more shot here Okay, because uh, I'll go to Brian from Prospect Brian, good morning Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm going to give you a shot. I look in the mirror. Top two answers are on the board. What do I say to myself? Are you talking to me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm the only one here. You must be talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) Taxi driver, right on. Survey says... No, wrong button. There it is. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. Sean, was it anywhere? No. Ah, Good answer, Brian, but it wasn't on the board. Sorry, bro. Okay. Number two answer. You guys are so close. It was Gene Wilder, 22%. Dark side. 
think you know what it is. It wasn't Hello Handsome. It wasn't You're a Good Looking Fellow. Do you know that? It had to be You Are a God. (laughs) Number two. You are a God. Yes. 22%. And the number one answer with 27% of the vote, the people... <laughs> no. Was... Hey, you, bring on bitches. <laughs> no. Are you out? How about... How you doing? Oh, <laughs> how you doing? I'm surprised nobody said, Hey! Like the Fonz. Hey! Hey, where are the white women? <laughs> Damn. What else was on hey, the where list? where are the white women at? <laughs> we had, uh, Damn, I look good. Uh, go get him, Tiger. I need a nose job. It rubs lotion on its skin. It does this whenever it's cold. It's like to me. That's what I say. <laughs> Actually, that is on there. Yeah. I'd, I'd F me. Um, is, is my nose still growing? <laughs> right on. And then uh, this is where it all begins. Talent. (laughs) (laughs) This is where it all begins. (laughs) It's my mirror, not yours. Look at my sexy body. Oh, Oh, God, you guys. (laughs) Guys, it's so silly. All right, well, we're going to take it up a notch with this next question. (laughs) You know, because we've been kind of wallowing in the gutter with the nose thing. So let's, let's bring it up. Let's get a little more intellectual here. Hundreds of thousands of D Snyder Radio peeps were polled. They were asked, when D takes a dump, which of Darkseid's signature sound effects goes through my mind? <laughs> Could you give him a look for me, Ben Lockwood? Would you please give him a look? Just what time was up. this? Seven o'clock at night? You thought of this one? He's giddy as a schoolgirl. I know. <laughs> he likes picturing me on the ball. <laughs> on the crapper. The five zapper crapper. All right, I'm going to go to a listener again. I know we just did, but we'll, you know, we're, sure. we're looking to give away prize packs. So, Eric from Longmeadow, the pride of Longmeadow, who's gone. Uh, let's go to. He didn't want to admit it. Marilyn from Mary Lynn. From Bethany. Mary Lynn? Yeah, D. How are you? All right, you? I got to do this good. You ready? Ready. Okay. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't put it into words. <laughs> I know. Well, that was. I think it was. I think you said that very well. It was executed perfectly. <laughs> Show me. Bowel movement sounds. Yeah. No. I mean, I can actually hear that. It goes through my mind. <laughs> Sean, was number, that on the list? That was number four. The, uh, oh, I'm with From oh, Dumb and Dumber. Oh. So close. From Dumb and Dumber, Mary Lynn, from Bethany, <laughs> almost, but not, but no cigar. <laughs> Beth Lockwood, I, let me say it's actually a phrase of some I'm going to go with... That's a huge bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's a huge bitch. <laughs> Sometimes I'm actually lifted off the seat. <laughs> <laughs> Survey says. Come on. Sean, where was it? Uh, like number eight How or nine. How could it not be higher on there? Uh, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, just grab a hold of something, bite your lip, and give it hell. <laughs> We're going to get through this. <laughs> That's actually what my kids say. Uh, actually, it's not, they're not necessarily, it's not necessarily words. Okay? I mean, it's mm-hmm. kind of 
can go anywhere, people, but none of the fart sounds. I said Mary Lynn's was any kind of actual duty or farting sound. Okay. Um, Nick. I must have given it some thought. I'm going to go with uh, Son of a Bitch. (laughs) Son of a Bitch! (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking. Yeah, well, well, it's a tough one. (laughs) Sometimes I need a little extra push. All right, survey says... (laughs) No. No. On there, Sean? No. Okay. Damn. That's a Oh, we went to best. Dark Side Dave. Uh, Hmm. He has the whole thing in front of him yeah. to see it. So many sound effects, so little time. Ow! Please take that out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Have we heard that before? I don't know, but it's appropriate. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, show me. Ow, please take that out of my ass. <laughs> I can't even possibly be on there, was it? No. No. All right, back to the listeners. Oh, Angel from Bridgeport. Angel. Yeah. How you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, Z? How are you? So, right. uh, so what's, what of, which one of Darkseid's sound effects do you think goes through my mind when I'm taking a dump? I think it's that one where um, uh, the, uh, the, the sound bit where um, Dumb and Dumber, where he just jumps on the toilet. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, well, that's what Mary Lynn said. She said that. It wasn't there. So I'm going to give you another shot. All right, Take all right. Um, how about that other sound bit where, uh, where the guy's all yelling, uh, get it out my ass or something? Uh, just did that one. That wasn't on there either. I'll give you another shot. We have another shot. All right, all right. How about the, uh, the other one, yo? The other one where uh, they're all lollygagging in the corner room. All right. The one with a lollygagging in the corner survey says... No. Oh, not the lollygagging one either. That was well played, though, Angel. It's tough, you know. Two of them had already been said. But, uh... <laughs> which is the lollygagging one in the corner? I don't know. Okay. It's, <laughs> I, well, it's not on there. Is that on there, Sean? No. Okay. <laughs> All right, Beth. One more time around. We, nobody's gonna, got one yet. I'm going to go with just... Man screaming. Man screaming. Any particular man scream? That guy. Man screaming. Yeah, that would be a that'd be a goodie. Show me. Ah, ah, yeah, ah, yeah, ah, ah. Nope. Really? Nick. Um. Oh God. I'm gonna have to go with. Hello, handsome. Hello, handsome. Okay. Hello, handsome. <laughs> Survey I'm running out of buzzers here. Uh, no, no hello, handsome. Uh, wow. It's interesting because, you know, I, what I do is I tally up the percentage total. So it was 64% of the people had picked one of the top three answers. Wow. So that's, 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 a, that's, you know, more than a majority. That yeah. is a majority. Uh, Dark Side Dave... Top three answers? Something here? You got the whole uh, list in front of you? Hmm. I don't know, dude. I'm going to wing it. I don't even have a paper. There's a piper down. <laughs> so before or after I flush it. <laughs> Survey says... All right, I'm going to go one last time to one last listener, John from Waterbury, holding so patiently. I'll give you a shot, John. 
Three answers on the board. When I take a dump, which one of Darkseid's signature sound effects goes through my mind, John? Somebody's fabulous. <laughs> Somebody's fabulous. <laughs> Actually, I do think that one. Survey says... No, no, Is sorry, John. No. Number three. Okay, I'll show Dark Side so you can. Number three. This one is a classic, which interestingly enough has not shown up on anybody's like top ten list lately. These nuts. Okay. <laughs> so 17% of the vote. Number two answer with 23% of the vote. This one's... You can do it! <laughs> that seems obvious. Yeah. And the number one answer with 24% of the vote. I do laugh a little. Oh my god! It tickles. How do you yell, Doc B? Fingers in my butt. Just relax. That's what I. Actually, that's what goes in my mind. Just relax goes through my mind. All right, Sean. What else is on that list? We had do it in the butt. Hello, Mr. Poopy Pants. I'm old school. <laughs> I'm your sister. <laughs> it's not a tumor. Do it in the butt. <laughs> Over the years, my ass has taken a pounding. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. <laughs> it's a tumor. <laughs> Shots fired. Oh, man. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's my bush. Oh, damn. And that's not right. It's not right. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I guess there was too many to choose from. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And nobody, nobody picked I Want to Rock. Didn't we have a whole thing with me singing I Want to yeah. Rock on the Bowl? Mm, yeah. yeah. That's odd. It was probably the inspiration for the question. <laughs> yeah. it, was a, it was a dark side moment, I believe, when I'm playing the duty and me taking a crap and singing I Want to Rock. <laughs> right, dark side? Yeah. He's ready now? it's a good chair, though. Go, Dark Side, unload! <laughs> What's the final score, Sean? D, the listeners are the big winners this week with three, followed by Beth and Nick with two, and big baby dark side over there, the baby that he is, had zero points. Back in the bra of shame again. For zero, you should wear both. Front and back. Man boobs. Okay, all right. 
right, everybody relax. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Let's take a break. Yeah. Come back. And it's time for SD Snyder Radio. Plus, we got Glam Slam Metal Jam tickets to give away. I'm talking Poison, Warrant, Quiet Riot, Enough's Enough, and yours truly, D. Snyder. Stepping up on the stage, breaking out the spandex. No, I'm not getting dressed. Because walking out on the stage, I sing one song, and I'm going to go back. I'm going to go home. You're not getting dressed? No way! Come on. You don't get dressed for one song. I was hoping that seeing that tomorrow morning C.C. DeVille's going to be here, Enough's Enough's going to be here, yeah. we should all go full 80s. And, you know, Beth right. could be in leather Good jacket. <laughs> Dark Side could be in, you know, uh, rip, well, Dark Side, you could dress like you always do. Um, Sean could get in a jean jacket. I'll, I'll wear a sleeveless shirt. And then you come in. And you come in with the shoulder pads on. No, how about he just wears full makeup and the old outfit? I, that's what I want tomorrow morning all day. That's what you're like from 6 a.m. in the morning till you go on stage tomorrow night. Just full on, D. That'd be so cool. How much? How <laughs> <laughs> I gonna give? You, I wish I could give you. I'll some. throw in twenty bucks. I'll, yeah, I'll throw. I'll in. give you a price. Fifty. Fifty dollars. Easy. Thousand. Wear them. <laughs> 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 that's what it take to get me to put it on again. <laughs> oh my god, that would be. That's so my cool. number. <laughs> that's my number. <laughs> so start collecting your money. I gotta talk to Paula. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll make it easy on you. Ten. Since I don't have to do a show. Ten thousand dollars? Yeah. Come on. Well, I'm just trying to give you a break. I know you guys. Come on, we could call the fifties <laughs> for strangers. Hey, you know us. We can't afford that. We could get huge press for this. They'd be all who's over. Who's gonna? Who's gonna give two craps I'm other than call, you guys I'm, and the listeners? I, no, I'm gonna call the New York Post. And I'm just gonna be like, listen, <laughs> he's in here in his makeup doing the morning show. <laughs> he's freaking out. He's Have you seen <laughs> Kiss on any of these he's talk shows? It. They look so stupid. They're sitting there. Well, um. On kissonline.com, when you wear the uniform, you feel like you are one with the fans. Like those guys are so wrinkly; the makeup is sliding off their faces. Yes. Yeah. it's so out of place in a in a conversational environment. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so funny. They look like carnies or circus queens. <laughs> you sitting here in your shoulder pads, <laughs> the makeup and everything. I'm telling you, so it cool. works. I am the it's demon. It's a statement, man. When I wear the makeup, you know I, I, am, I am the demon. Right now, I'm a demon. See, those guys are idiots. I'm like, going to steal your soul I mean, right now because I'm, I'm the demon. <laughs> See, for them, they're just caught up in some weird philosophical thing with Kiss and how it emanates everywhere. But with you, it's just badass, man. You just come in and, like I said, maybe even beat some people up on the way in. Uh, I talked so to somebody cool. who was, I tell you, was on tour with them. He said, Gee, he said Paul is just crossed over the other side <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know apparently it was by but now it's just he when he talks he apparently like rubs his under his neck so what you are know? you saying are you outing him spoken well no i'm not officially outing him but that's what the guy said mm -hmm. he just divorced his wife and everything he's just gone the star child well, good for him he's finally able to he's free he's freed himself <laughs> i don't think it's public yet though but okay taking a break coming back sd Snyder radio is next then we've got glam slam metal jam tickets to give away do stick around. It's Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. I've had the pleasure of listening to you talk. D. Snyder. I've seen him go nuts. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. 
You know, we haven't given away any D-Day tickets, Mr. Producer. We did. Uh, we should do that now. No, we're supposed to do Glam Slam tickets now. We didn't Uh-oh. do the... We did WWF prize pack. We're going to give away some uh, D-Day tickets when we play that Snyder remark a little later. We should so you're going to give them all the way in the last though. half hour of the show? No, not all of them. Well, <laughs> one, two... Couple pairs. Yeah, I know, but it's not being fair to other parts of the show. You have a tendency to lean towards the back end of the show because you forget about it. We'll load up tomorrow early. No, we've been moving it around. Everybody's gotten a chance at D-Day tickets, early morning listeners. I'll bet. I'm willing to bet that the last half hour of the show has had a inordinate uh, percentage of the tickets. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Not maybe. Yes. I thought we were going to have Psycho take over that part of it. We'll discuss this off the show. Psycho, you're in charge of ticket giveaways. From now on, I dub the Ticket Man. All right, tomorrow on these out of radio. Um, yes, CC Deville's in the studio. Some friends of mine from a band called Enough's Enough. Very big. Some of you may have known them, but they were a very good band. And they're good guys. They're cool guys. Mm-hmm. Got some funny stories. And one of the guys, at least, has slept with Madonna. Well, that's a good story. Yeah. It's kind of a famous story, but uh, he's, he's slept with Madonna. So well, I've never heard of it. They've been around. They're, they're real lifestylers. Chip and Donnie from Enough's Enough. Chip's Enough. <laughs> don't, don't giggle when he says that tomorrow, okay? <laughs> Chip and Donnie, they're, they're, they're lifestylers, you know. So, okay. So uh, they got good stories. Why are you peeing? Uh, it's one of the stories. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, apparently. I've heard it, yeah. Whizzed inside Madonna. Uh, okay, let's do traffic. I'm going to give away the clamp. That sounds like an urban legend to me. No, it's true. <laughs> clamp slam tickets. If you want to tell, he'll tell you tomorrow. <laughs> You'll believe him. All right. Psycho Dan. Well, tomorrow night, the big show's in town. Now, this is a modern rock station, but my listeners are not, are not exclusively modern rock listeners. They're not headbangers, necessarily. We got country listeners. We got easy... Music listening listeners, top 40, top 40 listeners, mm-hmm. and uh, that's important to me. But when an opportunity for my fans who are out there who do like the old school hair band stuff, when I when an opportunity to give away a pair of tickets for something like that comes along, I am more than happy to share it with you. And tomorrow night at the Meadows Music Theater, the ctnow.com Meadows Music Theater. Poison, Warrant, Quiet Riot, and Enough's Enough will be taking the stage, and yours truly is going to get up there with Poison and sing a tune. Old school. Thinking doing New York, New York. Start spreading the news. <laughs> so uh, we got a pair of tickets for that big show tomorrow night. It's definitely a good time. This is like people smiling and having fun concert. I have to tell you, I'm actually really looking forward to yeah. tomorrow night. I think it, it's going to be fun. It's a whole different attitude. I hope that Jane Lane's okay. The singer from Warren, because so last be, time I saw him, he was kind of drunk. They're going to be between Quiet Riot and Poison? Yeah. Yeah. I saw Red. Can I, they, it doesn't work as well for Cherry me. Cherry Pie. Heaven. Down Boys. Playing all the hits. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're fat to look forward to. Call number 10 right now at 860-666-4444. We'll win a pair of tickets, and we'll be winging their way to the Glam Slam Metal Jam. 
What's this? Is this cherry pie? No. This isn't cherry pie. Is it? <laughs> he wound up marrying that chick. Cool. She had his baby. Left him for Tommy Lee. Bobby really? Brown, right? Bobby Brown, yeah. She's a broke his heart. <laughs> yeah, she pretty much is. She's been around. Okay. There we go. Uh, well, I got a couple reactions before we get into SD Snyder Radio. I just want to share. You know, I did close the door on the death penalty. And Beth, I'm not opening up the discussion. Okay, I know. I don't want to talk about it Well, anymore. yesterday I said I'm not opening the discussion. And you opened the discussion. You couldn't keep your mouth shut. Well, it's only because we're getting so much anti-Beth mail. No, we didn't. We got a few people who well, agree with of, you. We got a lot of, you know, I'd rather see the person torn apart by wild rabbit animals. So I just wanted to, you know, that's Well, I, I just, these were a couple of interesting observations. <laughs> Dr. Duffel says, D, when did the Ten Commandments become the Constitution of the United States? I did reference that. It doesn't say, you know, doesn't say anything about mm. electrocuting people. He says, I think, he says, I think it is the guilt of the living, mostly those who have no connection to the victim, not to punish the murderers and give justice to murdered victims. So he's saying that the reason we don't like seeing someone put to death is we feel guilty. It's his opinion, but it's an interesting observation. You follow what I'm saying? What he's saying, Dr. Duffel? Yeah, everyone has an opinion. I'm not going to get back into it. Okay, but, just, but I mean, that's just, he just thinks that we're feeling guilty about killing somebody, so that's why. Anyway, he says, I'm glad the Founding Fathers had the balls to separate church and state. Dr. Duffel. And this one, from someone who's nameless, I thought was very interesting. I am going to have to agree with Beth. When you decide to commit a crime, either the, con either the consequences do not matter and you're going to do it no matter what, or you snap and are not thinking about consequences, mm -hmm. which in that case, even the possibility of death will not deter you. All right? All right? However, my sister was murdered, and I would have loved to watch the guy die who did it rather than see the court's plea bargain for a guilty plea and let him off with only 15 years. Will my sister be back in 15 years? See, I don't think that's right either. So she's... Yeah, she agrees with you, mm -hmm. but she wants to see some some kind of revenge, something. I know. It's tough to put yourself in the shoes of a person who's actually suffered a loss like to that. To know that guy yeah. will be walking the streets, that hurts her. This next letter, I'm going to read because it's a public service. It really is from Lisa. She says, Dee, I came in on the last part of the deer, tick, and Lyme disease mm -hmm. discussion you mentioned. Um, to whoever you're talking about, you mentioned that all the antibiotics being given out, with all of them being given out, there's a concern that we will soon become immune to them. I was hoping that the person you were speaking to would say that the real reason antibiotics are becoming less and less effective is because people are not taking them as they are prescribed. That's a problem, too. They stop taking the prescription and it comes back. But that's the core problem. Is most people take them until they start to feel better and then stop. That's why they say finish it, yeah. Unless you take the antibiotics for the total prescribed amount of time uh, and your body may start to feel better, but whatever you are fighting is still in your body. Therefore, it's like gradually introducing the antibiotic to the germ. And when you stop, mm -hmm. it allows the germ to get used to the antibiotic, and eventually the germ becomes immune to it. That's a real big problem. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, that's why you've got to finish it. And that's why right. people are building an immunity. Kevin from Springfield, by the way, is going to the Glam Slam Metal Jam. We'll see you there, Kevin. So, Lisa, thanks for the heads up there. Um, Spider Dan is upset with Diesel Doug's list of sound bites. Yeah, he said, where was you dick? Mm. These nuts. 
and the cult favorite, that's a huge bitch. Come on, people, let's get with it. It's tough, because Spider. when you have to narrow it down to 10, there's so many good ones. Spider Dan from South Meriden. Yes. Well, you know, some, I notice that the lists tend to go towards newer current ones, like mm -hmm. old ones people forget about. And I'm going to save this, actually, uh, from the Puerto Rican princess. She had um, Todd Thomas's uh, performance evaluation for Nick. I don't know how she got a hold of wow. it. Wow. Yeah. Inter-office memo she got. Yeah. Yeah. He had, a, he had like 10 things actually to say about Nick. Should I read them? Go ahead. Yeah, why not? Well, said that, uh, this is an uh, inter-office memo, said since his last report, Nick has reached rock bottom and has started to dig. <laughs> <laughs> said when Nick opens his mouth, it's only to change his foot. <laughs> Number eight, he says, uh, and Nick's not really so much of a has-been. He's more of a definite won't be. <laughs> it's tough love, Nick. That's all it is. Don't let it get you down. He says, Nick sets low personal standards and then consistently fails to achieve them. <laughs> <laughs> Nick has delusions of adequacy. <laughs> You know. uh, well, this is nice. Todd says he'd like to go hunting with Nick sometime. <laughs> um, he says when Nick's IQ reaches 50, he should sell. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and Todd says, if you, Paula, if you see two people talking and one looks bored, Nick's the other one. <laughs> That's insulting. <laughs> that one is. Nick's got two brains. One is lost and the other one is looking for it. Mm -hmm. And the final thing Todd says, it's hard to believe that Nick's sperm beat out a million other sperm <laughs> to get there. <laughs> and create Nick. He actually should actually grab five things from, from Sean's list. <laughs> yeah, apparently um, Todd says about Sean that Sean works well under constant supervision <laughs> and cornered like a rat in a trap. <laughs> um, uh, says Sean's also been working with glue too much. <laughs> Number three says Sean brings joy whenever he leaves the room. <laughs> Also, he says, if Sean were any more stupid, he'd have to be watered twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> we gave her D-Day tickets? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh -huh. uh, and uh, she won them, actually, I believe. <laughs> and finally, uh, Todd says he would not allow Sean to breed. Just one <laughs> just little note there. That's from the Puerto Rican princess in Bridgeport. Good stuff. A fine writer. Mm -hmm. uh, do we have to break now, or can we do these, uh, some Ask these on the radio? Uh, fit a couple? Yeah, fit a couple. Okay. Fit a couple, we'll Ask these on the radio, music, my history. First up, D. Sounds like Nick has the hammer toe going on. <laughs> We're talking yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking Oh, I discovered yesterday in the office, he has corns. I do. I knew there was something like round things on the joints. That's what corns are, Nick. Yeah, he's more like hammered toes. <laughs> They're from the rubbing, the constant rubbing of that crook toe you have. Speaking on the subject of toes, have any of you ever noticed people out there with the second toe longer than the first toe? What does that mean, Diesel Doug? Diesel? Don't you know that's supposed to be a sign? They say that's a sign of like intelligence leadership. or leadership or something like I that. Get that. <laughs> but yours is bending away from it. Yeah, that's odd. Does that start after college? Uh, yeah. The toe is starting to actually make a U-turn. Yeah. <laughs> toe is heading south. 
Uh, Dee, I just checked out the awesome pictures of your trip to Sweden. I have a few questions. First, is it me or are you wearing a silver tooth in one of the shots? It's you. I'm not wearing a, <laughs> It's not just a light hitting the teeth. Also, you just want to know who took the pictures of the show. Uh, actually, it was my road manager. There's a... Someone... It was just from on stage. There's a lot more photos, but I don't want to bore you with my performances <laughs> overseas. Mad, Mad Kidda says, I noticed in the picture you had your fingers crossed in hand-holding the Euro. Is that significant of anything? Like maybe you were trying to ward off evil spirits. No, it was just a clumsy grasp of the, the Euro <laughs> sticker. You can check those yeah. out, by the way, at Radio104.com if you want to. Under miscellane- miscellaneous pictures, That's photos. It. Okay, here's uh, Nask Nick. Hey, Nick. Look what he's doing. Look what he's doing. He's flexing. <laughs> flexing? I'm putting this cream on my cuts. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, they're still okay. pretty bad. Hey, Nick. My name is Alyssa. I've always thought that you were cool. I saw you at 104 Fest in 99 and thought you were very cute. Right you- on, Nick. Are you listening to this? Yeah. Focus for a second. Someone say something nice. Do you currently have a girlfriend? I remember you had some girl, but I haven't been keeping up as much as I'd like. I was wondering if you'd be interested in going out on a date with my mom. <laughs> hey, bring on the bitches. <laughs> it sounds funny, but she's a pretty lady, and I'd like her to get together with you. She needs a good guy, and maybe you'd be good for her. Please consider going out to dinner with her. I'd pay you if necessary. If you want more information, you can email me back at blah, 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 blah. I'll be waiting for a manhole. response. Thanks, <laughs> Alyssa. You a Nick? One problem I have with women emailing me about dates and stuff is I find most of them on the other end of that computer aren't that attractive. But this is her mom. This is her mom. This is different. She's probably experienced in a sexual era. <laughs> she, has she says she's a milf. Yeah. She's a good looking... I would, I would need more information, like... Obviously, she can't be ugly. She says for more information, you can email her back. Eh, I'll go out with her mom. Would you date a mom? Uh, She sounds like a good kid. She thinks you're cool. Yeah, I would just have... You could have a daughter. And she's older, too, so you don't have to deal with any of the younger stages. You could be like the cool dad. I would just have sex with somebody's mother. But I can't, like... You can't just... You're going to write this poor girl back and say... Look, I'll have sex with her, but no, I'm not going out. <laughs> well, no, I would I would go out on dates and stuff, but I, I wouldn't want any you kind of dick. responsibility toward the kid. You know, I just oh. want to <laughs> be with her mom. You, you're like rushing so far ahead, dude. <laughs> no. Just, will you consider going out with her mom? Sure. So, we're going to have Sean follow up, email, get a little more information here. Yeah. And maybe a little date will I happen. Want a pi- I want a picture. Yeah, I'll get a picture. I okay. find it tough to believe that Alyssa has checked with her mom on this one. Nude picture or anything like that? No, it doesn't have to be <laughs> nude. I just want a headshot. Well, no, and full I body. To know she, oh, I could probably tell by her neck, but yeah. <laughs> take a. Di- I'm not even going there. <laughs> take a, take a sh- chance, man. I'll take a shot. I, I wouldn't mind going. I don't know. Right, save that one. Mom. Sean's gonna follow up. It's pretty cool. This is for everybody. <laughs> Thus begins the summer of the Donkey Punch. <laughs> no sounds. Question for all of the crew. All-time favorite movie. You know, the one that is practically worn out from watching it so much. It's what? Doug. What was the question? What's all of our all-time favorite movies? Oh, oh. Well, that's being different categories. Worn out from watching it too much. Animal House. 
That's a great movie. I mean, I, you know, now I don't have time to sit there and do the stupid, stupid things I used to do when I was on tour and stuff and just watch things forever. But uh, Animal House is just, it never gets old. It never gets old. Just constant humor. Beth, what about you? You got one? I guess the movie that I've seen... Breakfast at Tiffany's? The mo- oh, no, that's yeah. a great movie. And a great book. But I think the movie that I've probably seen the most is Annie Hall. Annie Hall, which mm-hmm. is a really good movie, but that's uh, surprising. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. Is that his best? That's supposed to be Woody Allen's best? It well, won the Academy it Award. Did? Mm-hmm. It depends. Yeah, I guess it is. It dep- it's, it, it's. We used to watch that with my dad as kids. We've been watching that forever. Some of his earlier movies are a little more slapstick. Yeah, this one is not. No, it's more dramatic with a with a with a hard comedic edge yeah. to it. Fair. Have you I seen like it, Nick? The subtitle um, scene. This one they're having a conversation yeah, right. and they're both they're subtitles, right. what they're really talking about. I would lend it to you, but you don't have a you know VCR TV hookup. I lend it to you, but I don't want you to fall in love. I saw with Diane De- Keaton. Uh-huh. I saw deconstructing Harry recently, and I didn't know how dirty he is. He, in, in his movies, he can be body, pretty sexual. Uh, Dark Side Dave. I'm up in the air about three movies. It's okay, um, you can go for three. Don't even say Face Off. Don't even say Face Off. No, I'm not going to say that one. Although it was a great movie. Worst um, movie ever. We like Face Off in our house. That was a good movie. Uh, I'm up in the air between three of them: Monty Python, The Holy Grail. Okay. Ooh, that's well, high on the list. Um, that's well a, worn. It's a Wonderful Life. Another great one. That's well worn in my house you too. Savings yeah. and loan. That's a good one. And Up in Smoke. Cheech and Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? It's definitely funny. I never laughed harder yeah. in a movie theater than that first 15 minutes when they're parked on the Meridian. There. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'd have to include my favorite year. Which people may or may not know, which is an unbelievable picture, and uh, and Princess Bride mm-hmm. for me. And I really love Rear Window in a totally different genre. I love that movie. Nick, Rocky one, two, and three. Come on. No, um, I would say, I would say, The Godfather Part Two is probably my favorite movie of all time. But uh, I really like Three Amigos. That's and, classic. Uh, yeah. That's, no. that's, that is, in my house, that's well-worn. I, I would say I mainly go with actors. Like, I really like Christopher Walken movies. Like, I, I just saw Deer Hunter for the first time, like, mm. two months ago. And that movie... Powerful. Is, yeah. Oh, my God. It powerful. Awesome. Disturbing. Yeah. Powerful. I love that movie. So, yeah, I'd probably go with those. Sean, you only get one. Uh, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Yeah. Real, your favorite movie of all time is the Sandler picture. Oh, I love that movie. I'd go That's with uh, I'd go with Happy Gilmore myself, which That's I think funny. is hysterical. <laughs> uh, no porn. Uh, favorite porn movie? Oh, well, I didn't know I could be you know be real honest about it's a movie. It. Um, I would have to say anything from Buttman. It's Yay. it's a series. He does he does a series. He always comes out with new ones. I think he's up to like volume fifty. He's right a now. guy. Yeah, Buttman presents. What and about it, what about? Um, well, Debbie does Dallas is a classic. Uh, <laughs> uh, saving Ryan's privates. Saving Ryan's privates. That no, was on there. I never saw that actually. Oh, okay. All right, we're gonna take a break. We'll come back more designer, uh, more ask designer radio. Um, I don't know if we're gonna talk to Rob Dibble today. He seems to be in transit. Is that what's going on? Yeah, he's he's supposed to be back from Philadelphia this morning, but uh, he's delayed. Talked to his wife and he's delayed. Those guys travel all over the place. I yeah, I know. We never Sports go anywhere. Guys. I know. We gotta go somewhere. I, I know. We go down the block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we go to you know, Wolfpack. We go to Six Flags. We should we go, be going to like... We don't go anywhere. 
New York, L.A. Yeah. And we're big time. What are we, Wood? <laughs> Freaking Kiss went to the Pearl Harbor thing. They, what? They, went to, they were at the Pearl Harbor premiere from Hawaii. You didn't know that? No. They were broadcasting live from the from the premiere. That chick accosted Ben Affleck. It doesn't make oh, a good show. Oh, in Hawaii? Yeah. yeah I, rem I heard about that. From like yeah. an aircraft carrier. The point is, the point is, we don't go nowhere. We got to go someplace. Okay. Mm. Taking a break. Coming back. More SD Sound Radio. And John from Sullington's got a good quick Euro story, but you're going to have to call back John if you want to do that or hold. So do stick around. It's D Sound Radio. It's Radio 104. It's too far gone. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. I offended. He has a name. You call him by his name. D. Snyder Radio. Got it. Transportation provided by Peter Van Buslin. There's, there's something. Ray B. O. 104. I can't sell this, man. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. What is there to talk about? Oh, let's go. Oh, we're not gonna take it. Starting to sound like somebody we know. On Radio 104. Yeah. I'm going to talk to that guy on the phone in just a second. We should really give away a pair of tickets to uh, D-Day. Mm -hmm. But we're not doing it by phone. You know what? That other pair of tickets, either was what do we learn today again? Or should we give them to Wilkow? Let him give away during yeah, his air shift. Yeah, let's give them to Okay, Wilkow, you can do that for us? Great, thanks. Okay, so that second pair that we didn't get to, you know, keep listening to Wilkow's show, and uh, he'll have them to give away later on in his show. Uh, but what we've been doing, we've got the Snide Remarks voice, voicemail line. We've been allowing people to call in to 860-723-6071 and leave a message telling us how D. Snyder Radio affected their life. And uh, simply, why don't you listen to this person's offering? Check it out. The Snyder Radio has changed my life by letting me keep my job. I used to hate the place I worked at and was not very well liked until I started listening to D. Snyder Radio in the morning. It's not just any radio station where you can listen to people drink their own urine, find out helpful safety tips like wearing liquid-filled bras while mowing your lawn, and being kept up to date and informed on local and current events in the unique way that D. Snyder Radio gives newscasts. Now I am a much nicer person at work. I have received a promotion, and I owe it all to D. Snyder Radio. What? We're beautiful human beings. Is that a testimonial or what? Yeah. Who was that? What was Bro his name? Brian Harris. Brian Harris, you're going to D-Day 2. That's right, pal. You got two invitations to the big show, Friday, June 29th, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. We're broadcasting live from Six Flags, New England at the Batman Theater. That's the area in the park. In Agawam, Massachusetts. Now, 6 to 9 a.m. is by invitation only. And you're going to get a chance to see Seven Mary Three, Local Legends of Flames, other special guests. It's going to be a party. There's going to be all kinds of special little tchotchkes and doodads and gifts for everybody who's there. Now, at 9 a.m., they're opening the park early. And for $10.04 special admission, it's a downloadable coupon from Radio104.com. You will get into the park, save 25 bucks on admission, head on over to the Batman Theater, join the party for the last hour, 7 Mary 3 is going to play a song, and then spend the rest of the day at Six Flags, Great Adventure, Six Flags, New England, oh, Great Adventures in New Jersey, people, I'm sorry, that's where I go all the time, when I'm on Long Island, so just bear with me. Anyways, but we want everybody to come down and check it out. Six Flags has declared June 29th D-Day for the entire day. So you can get in until 12 o'clock with that special $10.04 admission downloadable coupon. 
And all day long, Radio 104 will be broadcasting from the Superman Man of Steel ride. So Chaz, Cousin Chris will be there. Will Cow will be there. Scuba, Bill Doe, Carlito. They're all going to be there mm -hmm. from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. 10 p.m. Radio 104 will be broadcasting live from Six Flags. It's D-Day, June 29th. Mark it on your calendar. Take the day off. Make it a three-day weekend. We're all celebrating the second anniversary of this show, D. Snyder Radio. I got somebody on the phone here. John from Southington, kind enough to hold. Thank you, John. You got a Euro story for me, man? Yeah, I do, D. Uh, uh, first of all, I just want to say I love your show. You guys are all great. Thank you. Uh, I want to tell you, I was just sitting in Dunkin' Donuts in Sunnyton, and there's a young lady with some kids and a Dodge Caravan. She had a Euro sticker right there, and I looked down at the license plate, and it says S-H-N-I-D-R, Schneider. So you got a true fan out there. <laughs> awesome. Damn, if only she didn't spell my name wrong. Son <laughs> of a... You know, yeah, but it's close enough for Rocker. I'll take it. It's a thought that counts, you, know, but you can't have identical license plates, so somebody else might have the, you know, the actual spelling. So, that's, you know. that's great, man. That's great, John. I hope you've got a Euro on your vehicle. Oh, absolutely. Uh, right on. Okay, mm -hmm. John from Southington, everybody, checking in. And if you want to get a D, uh, radio, D Snyder Radio Euro sticker for your car, go to Radio104.com, click on the D Euro that's there, and the whole network will open up. We've got a, over 50 locations now. Close to 50. Yeah, It'll more be, coming. There's going to be a ton more coming just as soon as the uh, new shipment comes in. We've got a job, people. We must tattoo the state. Well, we were doing Ask D Snyder Radio, and uh, I'll tell you what. I don't know where we got a break next, but there was quite a reaction to who's going to snap first and the lethal meatball, <laughs> as they're kind of starting to call him, Sean. Uh, so we might want to leave a little room for that reaction. Uh, so figure it out, but let's get back to Ask D Snyder Radio. Well, gig from Clinton. Clinton says, D, does Nick do parties? Also, does he come from circus people? <laughs> well, uh, in college he did parties. Uh, right. It was 65 right bucks, price, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm, that was a small party. Have you, are you still doing parties? Uh, for the right price, I'll do a party. And it has to be... It can't be in some weird town like, you know, East Hartford or Tolland or something like that. But what would you do? I'd entertain. I'd go there and hang out. <laughs> would you socialize, play, sing and dance, or what? I, I know you. He shows up, and then he socializes, and then as people start drinking, they start offering him money, saying, "Well, would you do this for a hundred dollars?" And as he's a few with him, he starts saying, yeah, okay, I'll do that for $100, you know, exactly. and then that's that kind of thing. Okay, yeah. do you come from circus folk? Any yes. circus folk in your in your background? Sure. I have, well, uh, your mother was Czechoslovakian. A lot of right. circus people out of Europe. Yeah, my uncle, he was in the circus. All right. Not really. The canning guy. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. This is actually for Nick. From Chris from East Hampton, who does say that you amuse her and make her laugh. Now. She amuses her and makes her laugh? I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh. But she also says, do you ever think about the long-term consequences to your actions? You do things like drink your own urine and then cannot understand why someone like Beth will not give you the time of day. Ever look at your past relationships and to the kind of girls who express an interest in you? Chris in East Hampton. Good call! 
Um, I don't think about my. I think about my actions after the fact. You know, because I don't think really. I, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think anything's ever a big deal, and then all of a sudden it turns into one, and uh, I don't necessarily want that. You know, personally, when I'm when I'm out or whatever, I was always a quiet person, always a corner person in bars and stuff. Never bothered anybody, and now. It, it's weird because. So you think you're doing this to get attention? Do I think I'm doing this? No, I'm. Just what you said, you're sort of in the corner and nobody bothered with you, and now all of a sudden you're the center of attention. That's an attention getter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to be that person. I, I don't. I don't like it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm always quiet when I'm, you know, out socially. So. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't like that. Now, dark side, your turn in the barrel. I've been meaning to ask you this, but I didn't because I thought it was really none of my business. <laughs> what? Yeah, you just turn from this one is what to the I, other. <laughs> this is what I do at home, by the way. It's like a it's, I turn around and I look at the oh, wall and funny. stuff. But since you brought it up, you say you're worried about what Connor will think if you drink urine, yet you talk on a daily basis about the drugs you've done and the hoes you've done. And you're worried about urine? Get real. Glow. Subject here, oh please, dark side. Uh, funny you bring that up, Glow. No, see, dude, I'm not saying for everybody. I'm not generalizing everybody in the world is like this, but, you know, experimenting with things when you're growing up and making mistakes and, you know, things like that, it's, it's part of growing up for some people, you know what I'm saying? It's something I was into in the past, and I'm not necessarily saying I'm totally proud of it, you know, but it was a learning experience. Are you saying that, um... There are things we do that people say dismiss as saying, well, you were young and stupid. Right. But now you're 27 years old, kind of married and got a kid. Right. And at that point, people say, what are you thinking? Right, yeah. yeah you, I mean, were, a- you didn't have a kid back then, and you weren't of the mind to think of what influence th- you'd have I think you're given a little bit more latitude when you're younger. Mm-hmm. And you're, you know you make mistakes. Yeah. Plus, the I older always, you get, you know, it's like there's no fool like an old fool, that kind of thing. Yeah. Hindsight is totally twenty twenty. I can, you know, I can use the experiences that I've had with, you know, past drug use and whatever as as a learning tool for the boy. You know, the don't go here not because you know, like my mom, she's never done anything in her entire life, never smoked pot, nothing like that. So. For her to relate to me when I was growing up and saying, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do this. Well, she really didn't have much to go on as well, to why. Still knows you know what I'm saying? She still shouldn't. knows, right. And it's wrong. And I'm definitely not saying that it's anything that I want him to do. But at least I can explain to him why because I've been there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want her to say, you shouldn't drink piss because. Because I haven't, you know what I'm saying? It's just. It's yeah, just but a growing with experience. that argument, you would, if you drank it, then you could tell him why he shouldn't. I think the bottom line is that he didn't when he was Touché. doing those things. Okay. He didn't have. Not a that kid. I think it'll come up. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I didn't have the kid yeah. back then, so it's not like I'm out doing that stuff now. You know what I'm it saying? It changes I'm you, man. It really does. It changes mm. you, and until you have one, people uh, and those of you who do are not in your heads right now, going, "You're damn straight." I don't. Buy All it. of a sudden, of course you don't. Mm-hmm. Of course you don't. That's but it'll change you. It changed wait, wait, your so dad. Don't worry, Nick. Somebody wants your expert opinion on something else. So, This is from Damn It All. He says, Nick, my girlfriend complains that when I put my weenie in her woohoo, it's uncomfortable and slightly painful due to my size. Now, I have heard that if I start smoking and drinking, my size will slowly start to decrease from lack of circulation and drive. And over time, I can have my weenie much smaller and unobtrusive. My girlfriend is excited, but have you noticed this phenomenon yourself? 
This is for Being Nick Lantino, OBGYN. Yes. You're small. Small. S-M-O. And being a smoker and a drinker. Well, I I have heard that smoking does something to the penis to probably constricts it. the um, the, the, yes, the arteries. Or this man has no dick. Capillaries. Yeah, yeah, capillaries. Yeah, I, I've heard it does that. Has well, it decreases your circulation. Mm. Yeah, which uh, you need for that. Yeah. So, I mean, you could start doing that. Drinking has nothing to do with it, I don't think. I mean, sometimes when I drink, I think my penis you actually looks handle the truth. bigger. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hanging down and stuff, you know, because it kind of gets filled up. So before you take a piss, like, if you want to impress somebody... Put a few in you and let your dick hang down a little bit. It looks a lot bigger, dude. He's cool. Sure you want Nick's advice? Yeah, really. Now we're just getting into stupid land again. <laughs> Next true. question. Next question. Matt from Brantford says, Do you and I listen when I can, and I don't recall hearing anything lately about the Heavy Metal Hall of Fame. Any plans still for pursuing it? Yes. Um, you're right. I have been lax. Um, I brought my guitar player, J.J. French, mm-hmm. in to help me with it. And I forgot something about J.J. Um, he has a little trouble pulling the trigger. Uh, he's very very bright, but uh, he's, he's, he's not the guy. Like, I was the guy who always said, let's do this. Let's do this. Go, go. J.J. overanalyzed things to death. And after I threw it over to J.J. to, to take, he threw it back to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, I had to write some sort of a... A reason for being, because we had to put the whole, whole business plan mm-hmm. we're supposed to be we're putting together. So I have been lax on my end, but well, I, I will follow up on that. I'll tell you what. I was very serious Mayor, about it. It's just my dance card is full. Mayor Mike is not running, but yesterday Eddie Perez, who's big into revitalization of the city, announced that he's running for mayor on the Democratic ticket, and he is into revitalization for the entire city, not just neighborhoods. So he may want to hear about your plan. Eddie Perez, the Heavy Metal and Hard Rock Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, Eddie, give me a call. Mm-hmm. Uh, while I was listening to Dan and Dibs on ESPN Radio, I heard an ad for Positive Battery in East Hartford, and the guy in the ad sounded exactly like Nick. Is he doing voiceover work, or is some poor soul out there cursed with a voice identical to his? Well, let's Not listen. meant as an insult. Wheeze. What's this? Do we have it in there? Mm. Well, hell, the summer's finally here, which means it's time to take up the good old boat. Hey, what seems to be the problem? My boat won't start, and I think it's bad. That, you that doesn't sound positive. like Nick. Are you going to start that thing? No, I... Stuff again? This, this is where it all begins! No, I, I did voice that spot with Will Cow for... Yeah, I heard it. Um, but, uh, I was taken off the <laughs> Did you hear it, Dave? No. Oh. I thought I had a decent read on the thing. You and must think positive. Person. Positive battery. You stink on ice, dude. I don't know how the hell you ever thought you had a career in radio. I mean, you do, but for all the reasons you didn't think. Didn't when the class laughed at you the first time you started reading out oh, loud? Did, awful. Didn't you think that maybe I'm not cut out for this? What do you do for an encore? Fall asleep? Yeah. No, I knew I... Well, yeah, I, I guess I should have thought about They cut you from the commercial. <laughs> and, and they got Sean to do it. What, did the, the advertiser complain? Uh, yeah. They didn't want me on there. I think it was... <laughs> 
I think it had was a political thing because yeah, it was of, yeah. yeah. you were too good. <laughs> no, they barred you because you were too good. No, I think that they knew who it was, and I guess what I represent. Oh, <laughs> oh there's so, those elements as well. Yeah. It's too too easily recognizable. Where Sean's on there, you don't really know who he is. They have they so. kept Wilkow and put on Sean, but you got axed. <laughs> you don't have any voices or anything. No, I don't have any voices. I can put on a deep voice. Or no, I only have this voice. <laughs> and my voice, like, it. I guess it sucks. But I am on the radio. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're right about that. Yeah. Throwing it in the face of everybody who said you shouldn't and that you should just. It's true. Watch hey, James Bond I got, movies. Yeah, I got A1 training. You are on the radio. One yeah. last question, and then I want to get to some reaction uh, regarding uh, Sean and who will snap first and mm. things like that. I have a question for you and Darkside on tattooing, Dee. Okay. I had a second tattoo put on yesterday. I had it placed on my left cheek, and I don't mean my face. The Hello. vast majority of tattoo artists are male, so a guy did the work. While I was on the table, I started wondering if some people, for instance, people with bathroom issues, might have a problem with placing a tattoo in this area. Both you and Darkside have tattoos, so my question is, do you or Darkside have any taboo areas when it comes to tattooing? Later, Slick Johnny. Would I have a taboo area where someplace where I wouldn't get a tattoo? Yeah. Well, I like tattoos, but I personally like to keep them places where they can be covered with a minimum amount of clothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I like that option of being tattoo-less if I want to be. So I just have them on my shoulders. Dark side's got them. He's got them. He's got Both him. shoulders, his back, his leg. Yeah, speak. Um, I think the only uh, the only place that I can really think that I wouldn't want one is on like on my face. You know, you got some people like the freaky people that do it on their face, yeah. and that and the genitalia. I don't. So think you would I get would one want. on the buttocks. I would get one on the butt, stomach, side. You know, I, d- I don't have any below the elbow right now, like on the forearms. And what about your sack? Really? No, no, thank Come you. Come on, they don't even do that, do they? Yeah, people. There are people who tattoo everything. Unless somebody put it. Unless something really struck me very cool, I, I don't think I would get anything below the elbow just because it's harder to conceal. Unless uh, it's not like I don't want to, but unless something really struck me cool, anywhere else on the body, I have no problem with chest, arms, nipples, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you got pretty, you, you got quite a few on there already. Yeah, I don't know why you get it on your ass though. Unless it's something that's you know personal. purely personal. There was a guy. There are female tattooists out there, and and the tattoo parlor that I use. There was this creepy uh, guy. I won't say what he did for a living, but he was really a nebbish, you know? He works in radio? No, 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 not in radio. But he used to come in and he get his ass tattooed every week. He had no other viewable tattoos, and he insisted on this one really attractive female tattoo artist do it. And she was completely skeeved out because she knew mm-hmm. he was getting off on having this, his ass tattooed. Oh, yeah. it was, everything was below the, the tidy whities So it used to be like, ugh. It made her sick, but he was paying his $100 an hour or whatever it was. So no taint tattoos either. That's oh, yeah. out for me. Oh. Okay, we answered the question. Oh. Beth, ever get a tattoo? Ever think about it? You don't no. have one, of course. Uh-uh, I don't think so. <clears throat> not that I mind them on other people, but uh, it's not me. I mean, ladies sometimes think a little ankle. Mm, a, I don't want. I'm not into the pain of it. And B, I just think it's something that at some point I would regret having gotten. Hmm. Sean, we know about you. Nick, uh, I don't have any tattoos, and 
If I ever got one, it would have to be for something significant that just happened, an event or something. I was just like, yeah, I'm going to get a tattoo. You know what I mean? Like something important in your life. Yeah, exactly. There has to be something that you can live with. Like like Sean, he's got all those different tattoos that represent important things in his life. The new chick in the top hat. Uh, what what does the one on your arm say? All or nothing. I always forget. I uh, just that's always been dagger. like my attitude. Yeah, maybe I, I get know, the man. dagger. You are all or nothing, and we're gonna get right into that all or nothing in just a minute. <laughs> Let's get some reactions here bef- uh, from things we've been talking about. Yesterday we did who's gonna snap first, and Robin writes, "D, I was listening to this quiz this morning, and man, is it accurate?" And I think she means that the the questions they were asking to decide who would snap first. Mm-hmm. Says my husband drops a fork. He gets majorly pissed at an inanimate object. Oh, no. That's a tough household. Yeah, she says, are you guys going to have any giveaways for Father's Day? Man, he deserves it. How about some raw meat, Robin? Yeah. <laughs> That's some raw meat. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to have any uh, giveaways. Although, Vermont Teddy Bear, they told me yesterday they're making going to make like a dozen D-Bears for to give away at D-Day. That's really cool. Black jeans, black tea, black sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So they're working on that. You sure, you, Sean, maybe you should have had all the donuts or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all you can eat or nothing. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Slick Johnny says, well, he was halfway through the who will snap t- first test and uh he noted that the lowest score in our show was positive. Yeah, but it ended on, mm-hmm. it took a turn for the worst for Nick. And he had a bad score. And he just was said that he thought it was an interesting observation that since the first half of the test was mostly about your workplace, all our scores were positive because we were happy in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And many people aren't that fortunate. We are fortunate to do something that we enjoy. Right, Nick? He said, at least for the four hours. Yes. Howie the man says, I lied. He says, the one question about depression, you said you had no history of being depressed. What about after you lost your fame that first time? You had to be bumming for a while. And don't forget, I've seen you snap, pal. I think you should have tied with Nick. Well, truth be told, um, I mean, I've certainly, there was, a, there was a short period of my life where the band fell apart, my relationship was falling apart, everything was falling apart. And I definitely was a mess. Uh, but, you know, Beyond that, I mean, we take the other 46 years, and I have a surprisingly positive attitude even in the worst times. I think there's a difference between having terrible things happen and being upset about it and clinical depression, Thank you. chronic clinical Thank depression. Thank you. I mean, yeah, there yeah. were very bad things, and I was upset about it. But my, Suzette used to say in the 90s when we were just on the balls of our ass, she would just say, how do you keep going? She'd say, if, she'll, if you ask Suzette anything about me, she'll say, it amazes me how, no matter what, he picks himself back mm-hmm. up and just keeps going. You like the Energizer Bunny. I am the Energizer Bunny, you know, and, and, and be positive about it. I, so, I don't think I was really lying. As far as snapping, we discussed that. Mm-hmm. Final letter on that subject of who's going to snap first uh, is from uh, Genghis John. He says he always knew Nick was a powder keg waiting to explode, and when he snaps, he can just see the story in the Hartford Current. Headline, morning show producer snaps, no one injured. <laughs> Nick Lentino, producer, 
of D. Snyder Radio came into the radio station wearing a red lampshade on his head and attacked his co-workers with an empty gin bottle. No one was injured in the assault, and he was eventually subdued by Sean, a fellow station employee, who knocked him out with a hole puncher and tied him up with a rope made of paper clips. When interviewed by this reporter, Sean stated... When I saw Nick freaking out, my army training kicked in and I neutralized the situation. Darkside Dave, the show's engineer, is quoted as saying, Damn, my one chance to shoot Nick and I missed it. Thank you, John. Very nice. Well, read, well written. So, moving on to Sean. Uh, people were pretty taken with uh, Sean's whole army training thing. <laughs> Flip says, D, how can you guys doubt Sean isn't a trained killer? With his appetite, a small farm could be wiped out. Oh, uh, yeah. What's the name again? Flip. Flip, okay. All right there, Flip. Also, uh, Daryl from Colchester says, I was enlisted in the USMC, and I did a lot of training. Hmm. The United States Marine Corps, however, has a lot more rigorous training in boot camp. However, I can verify that only basic combat skills are taught in boot camp, especially Army boot camp. I had to spend time teaching soldiers in Army boot camp in Fort Sill, okay? So I know this from personal experience. They teach the real combat skills in the individ individual specialty schools, Daryl and Colchester. I think what he's saying is that basically you didn't learn much. You're not yeah, a trained it, killer. Of course, it's basic training. I am a trained killer, Beth. I mean, I know how to kill a person. I learned several different ways to kill a person. I know how to kill a person. I didn't go to basic training. Yeah, but I know special ways. Oh my god. But like the Vulcan death grip? Can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> then you'd have to kill me with one exactly. of them? Exactly. Uh. Uh, actually, is uh, Sean is a trained killer whale. His real name is operative name Shamu. Uh, actually, well, you know what? Damn it all is going to step up. Subject now, I'm freaking pissed. All right. Since it was 1964, yeah, during the war, Nam, you panty waste bastards have the balls to make fun of Sean. Let me tell you a little story about clerks and killing. <laughs> <laughs> As company clerks go, I was one of their best. I have the medals to prove it. One night in Kisan, the Viet Cong decided to hit us. They meant to lay it on hard. While you were all watching movies that would one day land on the top 30 list somewhere, Charlie was overrunning our position. Every man had to join the fight, even the kitchen and clerks. They couldn't find you guys anywhere. Yeah. When the ammo was gone, we fought hand to hand. My patrol of clerks consisted of myself my second clerk in command, and two men from the kitchen. <laughs> we were the only four men left standing when the blood had stopped flowing. Yeah, Charlie was at his best, but we triumphed in the end. I myself took out 14 of the enemy using no more than an attache case and an old-style black desk telephone. <laughs> I witnessed sheer bravery that day, and I'm proud to say I served with those men. Although there were times when I thought we were all dead. Good men are hard to find. It pays to have them around. I never saw any of them after I got back to the States, though. And I often wonder what happened to them. Even though I know I'll never forget them. Jimmy, Tom, Billy, and Sean. <laughs> he was one of the most deadly mother-effers I ever met. <laughs> I bet he's off playing in a band somewhere right now. Well, anyway, stop picking on the few good men and try to think how you will serve the rest of us during the next time of war, unless you're all too chicken. Yeah. This country is going straight to hell. <laughs> you want me on that wall. 
Leave me on that wall. <laughs> oh, no, he's, quote, he's quoting Jack Nicholson. You can't handle the truth. That's right. Oh, my God. Well, Sean, uh, <laughs> you impressed a lot of people with your antics. Oh, keep, keep up the good work. Yeah, but I'm—I really am a, an army guy. I know. We know we you're know, in the army, know. Sean. We yeah. know. Can you fit in your uniform by any chance? <laughs> yeah, sure, I could. <laughs> Don't, Don't laugh. <laughs> sure, I could. Well, <laughs> come on now. Oh well, okay. You know what? Put it this way: neither Nick nor Darkside could even last two weeks in any kind of boot camp. So I don't I, know. I think listen, they, can. Oh, they never would. Listen, soldier man. Yeah. The next Veterans Day. Yeah. I want you marching. I will, D. I want, I want him down there with a recorder, in uniform, break out the old uniform, and march with pride in the parade. Talk to my fellow With the other vets. That's right. This is where he died. My dad was a veteran, and they deserve major props. And uh, if you believe you deserve those, that much respect, you should get down there and march with them when they march. Been in the trenches, D. When is Veterans Day? Oh, my Day, God. <laughs> September? That's Labor Day. The trench office. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. Come back. What do we learn today is next. What did you learn today? Want to win a D. Snyder Radio prize pack? Hmm? Hmm? Do you? Huh? Well, call. Tell us what you learned. The number is 860-666-4444. Join the party. Win a prize pack. Call now. It's D. Snyder Radio. It is Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. Call D now. 666-4444. friend that there are a lot of dicks out there fronting rock bands <laughs> he was a big one though blacky lawless yeah wasp there was like a group of maybe three people after the show waiting out back to uh meet the guy yeah and um he came out in a crowd of security guards he just walked right by us there was like three or four of us out there nobody else the entire place was like empty He's angry man. Yeah, he's maybe he was angry pissy. because only three or four people well, wanted to see him. Th there was a lot of people in the show, but after the show, we we hung around waiting to get you know meet the guy and yeah. just walked right by us. Didn't even look at us. The rest of his band came out and was hanging with us. What obligation does he have to talk to you? Well, you figure, you know, he's yeah, nice see, enough to hang with the fans, hi. you know? At least stop yeah. and say hi. It's not like there was a group of us. There was like, like three wave or four. To or, well, you know, yeah, whatever. He's a dick. He, he's, his band didn't really make it, you know, so he's kind of angry. He's an angry guy. Angry old man. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I told you, it's, they get older, so that rock star thing becomes more, like, more crotchety. <laughs> Give me another beer! It's like crotchety. It's not like it's not like badass anymore. It's like irritable. I'm irritable now. <laughs> <laughs> These damn roids. Gotta go do a set. Where's my cream? Where's my Bengay? The smell of Bengay in the back of these older rock bands dressing rooms is just insane. No Bengay in my dressing room. I know. I'll have to point that out. Okay. Uh, we've got I a sponsor. Hot. No Bengay. I see hot. <laughs> See the new patches? I like that. Uh, okay, although I could use a massage right now. Not asking, just mentioning. All right, we have a sponsor for what we learned today. Let's do it. Yeah, it's brought to you by Boomer McLeod of Orange, located on Boston Post Road in Orange. What we learned, what we learned, what we learned today. What we learned, what we learned, what we learned today. 
Who's singing that at King? Mark from Meriden, was that you? Mark? Um, hello. How you doing, Mark? It's D. Well, what's, how going, you doing? what's going on, buddy? Not much. So, what did you learn today, Mark? What I learned is probably the funniest thing I heard all morning. Nick's IQ is a very poor commodity <laughs> on the stock market. When it hit 50s, when it hits 50, sell. Sell. Sell quick. <laughs> Hold on a second, Mark. All-time high. Oh, man. I wonder what Todd thought of that list. I don't think he heard it. You should give it to him. Oh, okay. It's in the recycling bin somewhere. Beth Lockwood. I learned that, D, if your nose could drive a car, <laughs> it would like something a little roomier. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, what was number one? The station, station wagon? wagon? It's a family nose. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. It's a, actually, if my nose drove a car, <laughs> it'd be something badass. <laughs> <laughs> My nose is going to be riding a motorcycle later today. <laughs> oh, let's talk to Carl from South Windsor. Good morning, Carl. What's it like living in spitting distance of the Cracker Barrel? Is it, it's a pleasure? That's Windsor, dude. I'm in South Windsor. Oh, is that far away? Yeah, it's about, it's about a 15-minute drive. To me, that, that's, to me, that's in the backyard. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what did you learn today, Carl? Well, I learned that Nick needs to make a decision on his first tattoo, whether it's going to be a beer bottle or a steaming hot glass of pee. Oh. If he goes with the beer bottle, maybe he should make it a Heineken. Oh, God. And as for your Blackie Lawless wasp story, yeah, 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 yeah. same thing with Orgy. Lead really? singer Orgy blew five people off for everybody else in the band. Why? No kidding. Yep. See, my thing was, you know, I, 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 I'll share with you, Carl. If I want, didn't want to see fans, you know, like I wasn't, I, I would make sure that I didn't, they didn't see me. You know what I mean? If I wasn't ready, because if they're there and if they see you, you have an obligation to say hi. Especially or at if least, you're you know, the- at least greet them. You know what I mean? So if you don't want to see them, then. Make sure you go out of your way, but don't walk right past them and snub them like Carl's talking about or Doc says But That's wrong. Especially if you're the lead singer of Orgy, and nobody even really knows who you are. He kissed my ass, You too. should be happy. Well, of course you did, because you're deep, but I mean, and you are different, I must say, but how would you feel, or any of us feel, say there's three people waiting outside the studio, fans of the show, who want to talk to us? Well, the point is, you know, the point is, let's say I didn't... I was in a bad mood yeah. or I didn't want to talk to anybody I would make an effort to slip out the back door right. but Nick you oh, if I'm you're not going to walk right past them mm-hmm. that's that's yeah. just wrong if I, walk right, if I walk past them you gotta I mean it's just wrong you gotta stop these people came all the way out of their way to see you and by the way for the record I wouldn't slip out for three people. I'd go and say hello. Yeah. I usually go out. If somebody and tells me somebody's out there, I go out to say hi to them. Bought a ticket to the show. Probably bought all of your records. Yeah. And plus, Nick, if people were waiting outside of our studio, you'd say hi to them if you walked past them. Sure, but it'd probably bother me that they were there. I mean, I can't what? lie. We didn't bother you. Well, I don't like people around. No know? pictures. You oh, dick. Yeah. No, it's not like no pictures. All right, star boy. <laughs> no, and I'm not even thinking that Dickhead. way. People in general bother me, but I, I don't know. I, I just, seeing these guys are rock guys. They're rock stars. They're whatever. But it's the they're reason no why it's you wanted attitude. to make it was you yeah. wanted people to be interested in you. Yes, it's a weird phenomenon. Yeah. Yes, it is. And, and, and I don't get it. Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, you know. 
Dark Side, you know what I always say? If there's a God in heaven, why don't you just zap one of these guys and just send them back to where he started? I mean, and let him really remind him, you know what I mean? Well, don't worry, I think that... How lucky he is. Blackley Lawless and that guy from Orgy pretty much know what that's like right now, anyway. <laughs> well, so. you know when Dark Side's out... Why did I get it? I was nice! Dark Side's never hanging out with, like, three people. There's, like, 40 of them right around the corner from the trailer. And let's just move on. They look threatening. Uh, Dark Side Dave... Dance, you crazy producing bastard. Dance. <laughs> okay. What did you learn today? Well, what I learned, I also kind of took a little bit of offense to, is that um, Nick was actually contemplating hiring movers. He is so used to blowing his money that he's contemplating hiring movers instead of asking his friends. I consider him a very close friend. Dude, seriously, don't be an idiot. Don't blow your freaking money. You could have asked me, man. I'm a little offended that you, that you didn't come to come to me for a little help. Oh, sure. You're not offended. I'm not freaking That's kidding, man. Man, I know the situation you're in. Seriously. You, you could save a you, few bucks by asking me for help. You've got to change your mindset. you got to stop. Like, I couldn't even fathom the idea of buying the most more expensive item or when I was broke. Or I didn't even think about getting a mover. When I, case in point, when Twisted Sister broke, money was so new to me, I moved, me and my brothers moved me to my million dollar house. They got we got trucks and we moved me again. and I was like, well, why don't you hire somebody? I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I don't know. It just didn't, yeah, I didn't think that way. I wasn't like used to having money yet. Beth said a pizza and a beer. I don't even want the pizza and a beer, dude. I'm gonna help. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you. Even it's also fun, man. Yeah, it's a good time. A bunch of friends get Exercise. together and move stuff and you know and you well, joke around. It's all like, right. I didn't want to. Infringe on their weekends. I mean, weekends are important. I didn't want to ask. Moving people no. sucks. It Let's does. I hate moving. Weekend. Let's say weekday or something. See? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, why not a weekday? I'll be up here. I'll help you. Sure. Okay. All right. No, I'm not going to help you, but... <laughs> oh, come on, Beth. You can cheer. Um, I'll uh, bring some good food. Let's talk. Fabulous. Yeah. Bring some, uh, some appetizers. Hmm. Uh, Katie from Waterbury. Katie, good morning. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. So what did you learn today, Katie? Um, I learned that the sex torture chamber that was found under the Photoshop was just a glimpse into the apartment of Sean. <laughs> and in there was whips, chains, handcuffs, a toilet with the bottom cut off, and a donkey sitting on the toilet waiting for Sean. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay, there's thank you, Katie. I hear about yeah. the donkey. <laughs> oh, that toilet. This is a news story, Beth. Did. That is the vilest. I know. A toilet with the bottom cut out so people could stick their heads in there. <laughs> it's so wrong. <laughs> it's completely wrong. <laughs> it, people, if you're ever in there <laughs> I mean, and you're looking up at an anus, <laughs> stop. Check yourself. Really? You, you just, re, you know, just take a moment. Where are you? What happened? How did you get there? <sighs> Especially if you're well off. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not doing it for money, I want to leave that open for Nick. Nick, how much? How much? Stick your head in a bottomless toilet bowl and let somebody take a dump on you. <laughs> Nick, just say there's no amount of money. Yeah, I ain't doing that. No way. You draw the line? Draw the line. No one's taking a crap on me. Good for you, Nick. Yeah. Bravo. How about the gimp mask? <laughs> <laughs> what did you learn today, Nick? Um. I learned that there's a uh, menage out there waiting for me. Mother and daughter combination. Oh. <laughs> That's not what it said. 
a nice girl wrote in and said how cool she thought you were and how she thought you'd be great with her mom. She obviously was young, and you turned into a menage. Well, I noticed a little sexual innuendo in there, and I was feeling it. Good morning, darling. (laughs) I trust you slept well. I hope I wasn't too much of an animal. That would be so cool. Mother and daughter combinations. I mean, you hear about sisters. Some people talk about hooking up with a couple sisters, but mother and daughter, that's not done too often. That could be the test for the summer. You're disgusting. Why is that disgusting? <laughs> She's disgusted by you. Her daughter could be 18, 17, 18, and the mom could be like, you know. 38, 40 in a sexual yeah. prime. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. Right? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I'm, I'm not talking it. to him. I'm not <laughs> saying so it. cool. How grateful am I that I had my oldest as a son? So I don't have to beat the piss out of that kid. <laughs> I'd be making a crack right now. I'd be choking the life out of him. No, I'm Good idea going. yesterday. Beat the crap out of somebody. You. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the J from East Hartford. For Jay, good morning. It's D. Brother, what's going on? How you doing, buddy? What did you learn today? What I learned today is that somewhere on the roadways this weekend, there's going to be a man on an Indian motorcycle that looks like a Q-tip with half a black olive on top. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. I'm not sure. Where's the Q-tip coming? You're talking about, I'm so skinny? Well, you're kind of tall, skinny, and white, you know, not that tan. Yeah, yeah. I, we- I was just... I was just going with the flow. It's like tear up D today. Yeah, I know. I was just make a nose reference. <laughs> Actually, I'm big enough. That's no problem. Uh, but but this long head, I was having pro- I'm proud with the helmet. That's for sure. Definitely does look... A couple of those helmets look like half a black olive. I got to say that... The one I got is not much better, but what are you going to do? Got to protect the melon. Uh, it's my it's my life right here. Mm-hmm. This melon. Everything else, if I lose everything on the waist down, I can still do the radio show. <laughs> <laughs> just prop you up on the counter. Yes. Although I hope I don't have to do it that way. Well, uh, what I learned, let's see. What I learned is that the uh, the peeps have definitely turned on Dark Side Dave. And, and uh, they had a lot. If you added up all the adjectives... Negative adjectives, they use it to say what Connor would be called, what Connor's, what he'll be called when Connor's on the schoolyard. It was wuss, wimp, chicken, chicken, pothead, and all kinds of pie. Yeah, it was a lot of negative. Nowhere was there, Mr. Wallace. It had to be half the peeps. Connor's smelly dad. Oh, come on. Now you don't have to keep bringing him up. I'm all right with that. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Wallace was nowhere to be found. That's Nowhere. Right. That's all right. Penny waste. Some image. <laughs> okay. Okay, read up and weep. What do we got, Sean? All right. Mark from Meriden learned that Nick's IQ is a very poor commodity on the stock market. Carl from South Windsor learned that Nick needs to make a decision regarding his first tattoo, whether or not it's going to be a beer bottle or a steaming glass of pee. And if it is a beer bottle, it should probably be a Heineken. Make it a Heineken. Katie from Waterbury learned that the sex torture chamber that was found was actually a glimpse into my apartment. Whips, chains, and a donkey sitting on a toilet with the bottom of it cut out waiting for me. And Jay from East Hartford learned that somewhere on the roads this weekend, there'll be a man riding an Indian motorcycle. Looks like a Q-tip with a black olive on his head. <laughs> um, I thought Katie's was observational. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You know, I... Taking the story, the news story, and relating it to our own Sean, and uh, what it might be like in Sean's apartment. So Katie, yeah. you the girl. Yeah. Okay, you get the prize back. Hold on a second. Well played, Jay, Mark, and Carl. Thanks for playing, but uh, not today. Time for us to go. 
do keep listening to Radio 104 all day long. On account of, they got a lot of interesting stuff and good tunes for you to hear. <laughs> like Chaz has a 420 mix and the stupid question of the day. And uh, Carlito has got Bitch Slap Thursday. Jebediah and the Dead Raccoons will be on. And they have tickets to see Radiohead at Suffolk Downs every hour. What is that? Take it. He's going to have them every hour? Yes, so. Wow, that's pretty cool, right? You want to you want to hear that? And Will Cow's coming up next with his usual entertaining program. And as a special bonus, he's going to have a pair of D-Day tickets to give away since we only gave away one pair on the show today. So, okay, so uh, do stick around for that. Tomorrow on D. Snyder Radio. Got some friends of mine. Enough is enough. Coming to the studio, and CC Deville from Poison. Both these bands are playing the Grand Glam Slam Metal Jam tomorrow night at the ctnow.com Meadows Music Theater. So it's a ctnow.com Oakdale Theater? Yes. And a ctnow.com Meadows Music Theater? Yes. Are there any other ctnow.com theaters? No. Just those two. Okay. Could, what about calling one the D. Snyder Radio Oakdale Theater? Sure, if you pony up the cash, maybe God. you can. Come on, Paul. Open up the purse. Okay. Also, uh, be sure to get your song parodies in for the D. Snyder Radio Song Parody Contest. It's ongoing. Next Friday is the final day for entries. We've got some good ones in so far. We have an $8,000 Sea-Doo GTS personal watercraft up for grabs, along with three DVD players for runner-ups. And I do want to say, because I didn't mention this all day, bear with me. The Sea-Doo comes to you thanks to Connecticut Power and Sport in New London, Land and Sea Marine in Waterbury, Midtown Kawasaki in Rocky Hill, New England Cycle Center in Hartford, New Haven Power Sports in New Haven, RER Motor City in Monroe, Westbrook Power Sports in Westbrook, Yamaha Kawasaki in Putnam, and Thayer's Marine in Norwich, okay? And finally, remember, we're giving away D-Day 2 invitations tomorrow, but we're also giving away them if you call Snide Remarks voicemail line and tell us how D. Snyder Radio affected your life. That phone number 860-723-6071. Do call. Did I say that Premier Limo of East Hartford is providing transportation for CC DeVille and enough's enough no. tomorrow? No. Well, I said it now. Have a great day, everybody. See you bright and early tomorrow. Stick around for Will Cow. Bye.